my fucking balls back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Phil's Recap and Review. This is The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 22, the Season 10 Finale. And it's here's Negan! It's the Negan episode that a lot of people have been waiting for. This episode is getting a lot of hype, a lot of attention, and we're going to break it down and talk all about it. We're actually going to do a recap tonight. We're going to break down this episode scene by scene and talk about it and get into it. But I'm not alone, of course. I'm not alone on season finale night. I have with me my co-host, my partner in all of this, Joe Dirty Locks. How's it going, Joe? Okay, I think, uh, do I have Joe? Joe, you might be muted. Temper. Goes good, man. Goes good. Okay, there we go. We got, we got Joe. Go. Joe, before we get started, I need, to, I need to do something special for you tonight. Special for me? Yeah. You are so beautiful to oh, yeah. me. You know, you know he, he, it was great. guy, he had one of those voices that you just can't unhear. You can't unhear. <laughs> but but I, I will say this, right? I, I'm not going to waste any time, and I don't know how Joe, Joe and I didn't touch base about this, but I really did enjoy this episode. I think the hype built up was worth it. But in some ways, this episode pisses me off because it shows that The Walking Dead when they want to, and I don't want to start this off negatively because this was a really great episode of television for me anyways. Uh the acting in it was incredible across the board. The writing, the editing, and the way the music fit with everything. It was an actual really good episode of The Walking Dead. Of these six episodes, I liked two of them. And this one, a lot of really? people... Are, you liked this. You liked this in a flash, a flashback of a flashback of a flashback. Oh, yeah. Okay, before we get too four, into it... We were four fucking deep at one point, Phil. Oh, Come we... Come on now. This, four fucking deep. <laughs> You guys, speaking of 4-Deep, you guys might get your 4-Deep Joe rants tonight. No, no, it's not even worth a rant. It's an, it's, it would be another rant about... Uh, 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 no, but, but we got to get into this, Joe, because some people deep. some people are calling this. And, and the first episode of The Walking Dead ever. Yes, no. yes, no. Joe. Some people no. are saying that. We're going to get into that, Joe. I want to break this down. I actually no. did enjoy... I did enjoy this episode. I don't have the quite the strength in me tonight to fight you, but it's going to be fun. That's because there is no fight to be had. I man. actually enjoyed this episode. We might get into muting Joe again tonight. This has been a while, but no. Uh, but we're going to get into this. What I thought, what Joe thought, if you guys had some problems with it or love this episode, please share it in the comment section. Or you can call on in at 781-990-8509. Again, that's 781-990-8509. Let, uh, let, let Joe know what you think. Let me know what you think. Whichever one of us you guys think are a moron, we want to hear about it. Uh, and also, I forgot to introduce the live motherfucking chat. We got the live motherfucking chat. We got Len. We got Tim. We got Tamara. We got Christian. We got Jason Voorhees. We got the Iron Throne and saying a Joe Pre rant prologue. Atari Dad Joe Cocker is legendary for the simple fact that he covered a Beatles song and made it even better. Tamara says, I love you, Joe. And uh, and great to see uh, Tim F in the chat as well. We see Jay in there. Uh, Bliss, a sensitive man. We get some good comments in the chat. Uh, we get a couple people saying this was the only episode of the season that they liked. So before we break it all down, it's funny you say this, Joe, because when I'm watching this two days ago and watching the episode, and and I looked at some of the early thoughts after after I watched it, my initial flash in my brain was 
you were not going to like this, that you personally wouldn't enjoy this episode because of that factor. It is a flashback within a flashback within a flashback. Let's let's try it. Let's try it in on. Four deep, Phil. But I th- four deep. <laughs> but sometimes going four deep is fun, and I thought in this situation it actually worked and was funny to the to the breakdown of the Negan personality and to see the different kind of sides of his personality. I generally enjoyed it mainly because of the acting. Let's let's break let the real thing comes oh, down they, to it. No, now, okay, you want to break it down? You want to get into the acting too? Oh, we're gonna come get on, into it. Come on, it was like, it was like, okay, we want you to. Act as though you've been acting, <laughs> Joe. You know, for for most of for most of the series here, or less, at least the, most of the last season, and uh, and then what we want you to do is because you've already been kind of soft already, we need you to be Mister. Oh, I'm just so soft. Oh, oh, Mister. Like they, it was, it was almost. Like he even calls himself, you're you, you're a fucking clown, right? Yeah, a cult of personality without without, without a, the cult. It, but uh, like, I felt like the fucking soft boy Negan in love, making amends with his wife and getting the cancer meds. The way he was behaving and like just his like soft ass everything was really kind of just awfully awfully acted out it, i'm sorry see, it was. i, I, I it enjoyed really it fucking was. i enjoyed it and it made that scene I, I guess i was drinking the kool-aid a little bit with this one where you weren't and this is no, why like and, he was already toned down for the last season because of jail and all this shit right but that that made that moment when we see him in the the origin when he busts out of the fiery house where you are so beautiful so big and at the end and this is what i want to talk about quickly before before we break down the episode i do want to ask you one thing just from a structural standpoint from the episode what do you pack his fucking bags after he burned down the house phil come on he started (laughs) i'm gonna just sit here and watch my wife my, my my wife's dead body burn Okay, and now that that room is engulfed in fire, I'm going to stand here in the fucking hallway and watch the hallway fucking burn. Oh, wait, forgot to pack my bag. Now that the fire is pouring out of the front fucking door, I'm going to kick the door open, the Dutch door for some reason that's got a top and a fucking bottom. It was a, it was a beautiful in shot. Burned in half or whatever the fuck happened to the door where he, could just, he kicks open the bottom half and then pokes open the top half with a fucking bat. What kind of fucking door? opens like that Phil. you <laughs> thought that was great that was a beautiful, beautiful the flames a beautiful at the top one of his head. he casually walks out of the house that's fucking Shut turning down he up, didn't go. he didn't he didn't inhale any of that fucking smoke standing upright in the fucking flames that are pouring joe you are so beautiful to me come on you're that beautiful was actually one of the fucking stupidest moments <laughs> of the fucking walking dead in a long ass fucking time and you're calling that out as, oh it was it was made it that much better no it would have made it that much better if his regular personality that he has now, that the one we see right now, is the one that he had with his wife and all those other fucking scenes. Not this like, oh, we see that. Wanna, like, we like, see that he, in his he video might as game. Well have been fucking going to pick the flowers and shit. Come we on, see now. that in his video game personality. But before we go there, Joe, because we because th- that that's important. All of what you just said. I do want to ask you one question about the, <laughs> the people in the chat are making sure you're okay. The what I want to. 
this the look that he gives Maggie at the end of the episode. What do you think? What do you read into that look? Is that him saying "fuck you"? I'm back. I'm Negan. You can deal with your sh- own Glenn shit. He's he's long dead. Get the fuck over it. Or is it him just sort of accepting his fate that she was going to kill him? Accepting his fate that uh that hey, I I think he's like she thinks this is going to be some big showdown and I'm just going to let her kill me. Yeah. So, so like, you, th- I, you I really think it's feel like he might try to talk his way out of it, but ultimately I kind of felt like he was just going to walk right up to her and be like, hand her a gun and be like, if you want to do it, do it here. <laughs> like I really thought that, and I would have been okay with, if that was like the last scene, I would have been okay with that. I mean, in, in a way he might be, this is his goodbye. Like, like putting himself there, he know it's, Suicide without suicide, in a sense. And uh, we have a voicemail, our first voicemail of the evening. Let's let's play this. This is from, oh, oh my God. This looks like it might be from my, our favorite Cape Crusader that who uh, knows that I'm wearing his, uh, his signal on my shirt right here. Let's see. Here we go. Hello. This is Batman. No, not Jason Voorhees. This is Batman. Listen, I want to tell you something. Season 11 of The Walking Dead will be the story about my parents learn to stop fighting each other, okay? No, that's a deep cut. See if you get it. Okay, Batman out. So good, good voicemail by Batman. Yes, because in uh, which which Batman is 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 it the uh, the the newest one, the the Ben Affleck Batman that Jeffrey D. Morgan and Maggie are Batman's parents? No, no. Yes. Yes, it's in that one, right? It's in the quick flashback that we get in uh, Superman and Superman, <coughs> Batman versus Superman, I believe. Yeah, because for some reason we needed to tell the origin of Batman again. <laughs> so I don't want to get into all of that because because you uh, whatever. I'm going to open up a whole different can of worms. Okay, so you think this the look that Mag he was giving Maggie was an acceptance of his own fate, not a fuck you. Uh, T- take your dead husband and shove it up your ass kind of I, look. I don't know. It, it And it, it might have been also not necessarily a fuck you, take your dead husband and shove it up your ass, but like a... <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, Megan. Like a... Like a uh, either either we're going to get along or not. Like, I, I don't know. It was, it was an odd little smile, an odd little smirk, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what to make of it. Now, fandom. At that point, I was still thinking about the stupid fucking. You got you got trapped in the paradoxal uh, flashback within a flashback within a flashback. You can't deal with one flashback in something, let alone let alone four deep, as you put it. I would I, I would have rather had a little bit more Negan, you know, fashion bikers heads in. Okay, someone said earlier in the chat that they thought you could have played the biker. I feel like uh, someone said that. Uh, Atari Dad said, oh, no, Joe Cocker is legendary. So Someone said. but Okay, so so to your point about we don't really see the Negan that we see later on, we do to a minor, ex- minor extent in the video game scene where we get a flashback of him playing video games with little kids and talking shit to them like he talks shit to all the people oh, that are no. under him. And then we also get okay. the we get the story of how he beat the shit out of the dude. Uh, like that's a little like the the Negan that we see. Well, I got to tell you, I'm I'm sure I'm sure I've mentioned it on this show. Like that seeing red shit. You, you have yeah, I've heard you say that. You, those exact fucking words. How many you've heard me say that? Like only once in my life. But like that seeing red shit is true. 
everything it is a tint of red around it it like fills the air the spaces in between like it's red everything is fucking red that shit ain't fucking a joke when you are that mad you are capable of fucking putting brains on a wall no problem that shit is true like when he's when he said that like i was like i looked at katie i was like you've heard me say that yeah i've heard you say that a bunch fandom d saint says the flashback scene with the flashback within a flashback in a flashback was like the last of us part two joe was it like the last of us part two uh, or do you think it was like the last of us? Do you agree with fandom on that? I don't remember the flashback within a flashback within a flashback for the last of us part two. There was some flashbackage, like like you do have flashback in there, and then I guess she flashback again to like her dad's death during that flashback. Uh, it's been a while since I've played it, but. It's a little bit different when you have to play as the character. No, I hear it. Just it's, watch it. It's a because it's, you're distracted with like, oh, I got to run down to the stadium now and go fucking look at dogs and cages and <laughs> and the farm or whatever that's going on in the field or I don't remember what was going on in the stadium, but like you're the, doing shit in between that in that flashback, so you kind of forget you're in a flashback, which TV and movies can't do to me yeah it's it, I, it it's it's part of the reason why it's a tough transition between yeah. the two mediums because they just are two different different mediums uh chasing for he says batman stole his phone you're stuck on the uh the, the lot in the batman sticking out sneaking over there in the warner brothers lot stealing your phone what an asshole uh brian dodd phil looks like robin and uh joe looks like batman um uh, yeah i can see that i can see, i can see that i think i think i think in fairness i'm not i'm not robin a f- is the new red hood red hood red, red hood. hood or nightwing well, Robin became Red Hood, right? And now Red Hood is uh, Ra's al Ghul. Yeah, or you could say replacement. Became, or you could say Robin became Nightwing, who eventually became Batman as well. Well, no, no, Todd. Uh, Robin no, but Todd. but but we're, if we go to another Robin, he didn't specify Robin. I could be Dick Grayson as well, who eventually oh, does. Okay. Who eventually okay. does become Batman? He's, yeah, but the other one, Todd. He becomes Red Hood. Who yeah, he does. He does. And was was Damien ever a Robin? I know he eventually. I know at times he was a Batman, but I don't know if Damien Wayne was ever a, a Robin. Oh, I know. God. I know that. I know. And oh then the uh, the the other one is Drake. Something Drake is the other Robin. And then there was a. We've reached. We've reached the extent of my Robins. I got oh, you, two of them. Th- there's. I believe that <laughs> Todd and Grayson. Like that's it. Yeah, and then there's uh then there's a there's a bunch of Robins. Okay, anyways, uh, let's get into the live chat a little bit more. It was me. I thought biker Negan yelling at Negan. Uh, it, it was me. I thought the biker yelling at Negan for talking too much could have been Joe for a line there. Uh, Negan, thank you, doctor, <laughs> for saving my sick wife. Wait off. a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Start at the beginning, not at the end. You fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, that that's where I thought some of that stuff was funny, Joe, in a way that I get, and I get that you didn't didn't dig it in the same way. When that guy cuts him off and goes, "Will you shut up?" It almost made it for me because at that point it does get a little confusing, and you see that the whole dynamic is him wasting time. It's kind of spinning his wheels, and I get what you're saying, like the the acting and some of the slower parts didn't work for you, and that's I think it's very dependent, and this is why it worked for me. I think this episode is very dependent on 
on him. It's again to go what Angela right. okay. Angela Chang so, was saying in the cup earlier in the season. This episode is so dependent on believing the acting between Carol and Daryl, and you need to feel that to feel this episode. And I think this is the same way with Jeffrey D. Morgan. You need to kind of dig what he's doing in this episode to get this to like this episode. And if you don't, it's like any of these episodes. See, but, and, and I didn't because like they already had they because they went and okay so they when they did that 12 years earlier shit and they softened up his face and made him look younger and shit and then made him act in a manner that was i, I soft isn't really the way to you had to, to see a change like, though like there you didn't have to see it why, phil i phil, like when characters have years arcs. old phil you're 40 years old you're 40 what two you're 42. Whatever. It, that, that's irrelevant. Right? No, no, no. Soft. You have not. You were not a soft little girl 12 yeah, years ago. Yes, but stop. I didn't go through a zombie apocalypse. It changes you. I could have been a soft person. And then 12 years later, after going through an apocalypse and losing your wife through cancer in a horrible fucking way like that, getting the shit kicked out of you, could change you into a different person. I kind of like. I like seeing fact. the arc. I like I'm seeing not, the arc of the character. I'm not arguing that fact, right? I'm not arguing the fact that all that shit can make you into a hard person. I'm saying that the acting job performed by Jeffrey Dean Morgan was fucking horrible. It was unbelievable. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm fair. saying that 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 watching him be his his even keeled self after after all the prison shit, right? Oh, fuck and, and, and seeing the shit from before that, the the awful horrible bash fucking people's heads in, swear every two seconds shit, oh, and then fuck, reconciling that with soft, uh, with guy doing this this soft little I'm in love and everything's about my cancer dying wife and and, and that shit, it wasn't viable i didn't believe it he didn't sell it it wasn't there i know those two are married in real life but their chemistry on screen really kind of fucking sucks wow, okay i don't know what everybody was raving about that i think i think I, I here's the thing i felt like her chemistry towards him was a little bit more believable or feelable than than vice versa and maybe that's true due to and 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 planned because of like the cheating line that they that they have in there and and stuff like that so there's this this thing between them anyway and so that kind of explains why their chemistry is off but there's it's it was more than that it was actually just he was off-putting and it was and it was okay so have you seen this side of jeffrey dean morgan and anything he's done i'm talking about the cancer scenes with his wife and stuff like that have you seen the side of him and anything he's done no I haven't. And now that I have, I know why. <laughs> now you don't want to see it anymore. Okay. And now, now I don't want to see it anymore. I don't need to see it anymore. That is not his fucking wheelhouse. Now it's... He does not have... Like, he, he should not be the loving dad in some drama of a family in fucking suburbia. Ever. Ever. <laughs> That's not his fucking role. Rich, Richie, Richie says, please someone give Joe... I think... I, I don't think that's the problem. Uh... A, a man says King Ezekiel went from being a zoo janitor to speaking in Shakespearean. Shakespearean, true. To, like the the apocalypse can have an effect on you. <laughs> Jeffrey Dean Morgan was introduced to his wife Hillary by uh, Jensen Ackles from Supernatural. Hard time hearing Joe after Jason. Um, we got some Jason uh, Todd. It was Tim Drake. Thank you, Merle Davis, in the live chat. Uh, Atari oh, Dad, you're oh, absolutely oh, right. Oh, I am oh, a soft oh, little uh, girl now. Uh, Robin was Dick Grayson who became Nightwing, and uh, Jay says in the chat, Damien. 
Damien is Robin now. Oh, cool. I knew he was Batman for a while. Then Dick Grayson took over for him as Batman uh, when when uh, when Bruce disappeared for that long extended t time period. But again, I'm extending my knowledge of Batman stuff right now. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into this. Let me let me pull up some goddamn freaking music and let's get into this. Recap. Okay, this is the season finale recap. I don't quite have the strength in me to run around. My, my <laughs> arm just went, oh, what are you doing, you asshole? No. Oh, God, but it will leave me to drinking. Okay, so I think uh, I think a Voorhees reaction channel would be <laughs> Silent Erafim. Oh, we do have one more voicemail before we start our recap here. So let's listen to this. Change that, and let's go to the voicemail. Phil, Joe, it's the greatest ever. It's your friend, the Donald. No, not Jason. Donald, okay. Listen, greatest episode ever. Even better than my wall. Okay, listen. Sometimes I like to eat a burger inside a box, inside another box, inside another box. So I totally get it, okay? Hey, by the way, you have the greatest show ever next to mine. Love you guys. Nick, walking dead. Great again. Okay. Love you too, uh, uh, Burger Guy. So, uh, so, <laughs> in so, a box. in a box, in a box. <laughs> so, so, is that is that your problem with the episode, or is it more Jeffrey D. Morgan's acting for you when it comes down to your problems with the episode? For me, also, there's the, they didn't. Okay, the flashback shit was easily followable, right? You could you could follow it. Followable, yeah. followable. Yeah, he followable. he did a good enough job with the commentary and the way it was. Because I would say again, if I'm getting into things I liked about this episode, I'll get away from Jeffrey D. Morgan's acting for a moment here. I thought what worked about this episode in a way that sometimes The Walking Dead doesn't quite hit on. I thought the editing, the music, the choice of Joe Cocker in those scenes. Okay, in the you way liked the music. I liked I liked the music in this episode particularly. Let's, let's talk about the music. We will be listening to some of the music. We could. Are there any The Last of Us fans out there? I I haven't played that kind of sound for me. I have not played. Okay, fair Joe. I haven't played The Last of Us, so I don't have that for reference. Were they basically just copying The Last of Us? At uh, times? Very much like even Kate, Katie was like, "Wow, what did they?" Like I, I was spaced out. I, I don't know what I was thinking about at that moment. Like when the guitar was kind of playing. And she was like, what, they fucking steal The Last of Us soundtrack for the shit th this season? <laughs> in fair, like, oh in God, fairness, they know the show's being produced, so maybe they want to jump the gun on those kind of stuff. We got The Walking David in the live chat right now. Right, so Yeah, so they can, so they can if, if the video game people who love The Last of Us don't pick up on it, right? And then people who are like, well, let's check that Last of Us shit out, hear that kind of music during it, they're going to be like... Hey, they caught me in the Walk Dead soundtrack, man. <laughs> that could be a YouTube trail. Give him some hungry burgers nested in four boxes. God damn it, people on people keep stealing Jason Voorhees' phone tonight. Uh so I enjoyed some of the editing in this episode in some of the crossovers. I thought they, to your point, that even. If it was a as a flashback within a flashback within a flashback, I thought as you the compliment that you gave the episode a backhanded one, but a compliment was that you could follow his story through each flashback. Through the flashback, and what I did, and what I did, it, I it, did well, it helped that they told you too. It did help, <laughs> and it also helped. And what was interesting and different <laughs> that we got in this episode was getting to see pre. 
apocalypse, a few moments of pre-apocalypse, whether it be with him playing video games or her when she got her news, on the phone. or hearing uh, the hearing the re- early reports of it on the car radio. I thought those little touches added. Shut up and give me music. Hearing, <laughs> hearing, uh, yeah, exactly. Shut up and give me music. Hearing Rick's voice yeah, and actually getting of other people, <laughs> getting to see Rick on the on the on the screen again for a second, things like that. Rick, Rick was there for a second, yeah. The, in in a one of the Negan flashback moments, Rick was there. I'll be playing. Oh, okay, okay. Where they like faced off for a half a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Merle Davis said also, Joe. If you say Jeffrey D. Morgan was a bad actor, Merle Davis will punch you through the screen. <laughs> I didn't say he was a bad actor. No, he, no. I, I said I, I, he did a bad job. You didn't like his softer touch. His yeah. wheelhouse. You didn't like his softer touch. You didn't like him acting out of character tonight. Now, uh, Fandom D. Saint says. Exactly, Joe. They were using The Last of Us. Did they play Anne Murray music? Uh, Celebrity Bikini. I didn't see you in there. Great to see Celebrity. Ahmed, these are scenes from Hostel 2 where two suburban dads talk about how killing a person is like losing their virginity and changes your personality. Hostel 1 was fucking awesome. I remember the first one freaking me out, too. Um, I remember early on, one of the writers and showrunners said they didn't want to rely on flashbacks. So this was a flashback. Okay, so this episode episode (laughs) starts out. It's a fun... I said a fun episode, confusing, uh, not confusing, but weird, like a storyteller one. Maggie and Young Herschel singing You Are My Sunshine starts out the episode, and Carol brings Negan out of town and gives him a house and a rabbit and says, we voted you up off the island. And he says, is this a really you voted me off the island thing or is this a Carol thing? And she walks off and smiles and says, fuck you. So, of course, it's a Carol thing. Carol took, took it upon herself and... I didn't get a chance to talk to you about last week's episode or the Carol and Daryl episode that we had before, but one minor thing that you're probably going to shit on that I enjoyed in this episode was Carol felt like she was actually Carol again in this episode, whereas the couple times we've seen her last episode when she's cooking rock soup and freaking out and being dad, like, I enjoyed her dynamic with Negan being like, oh, I just wanted to get your death off my conscience, kind of like giving him that I used you and I'll use you any way I want kind of vibe and and her taking it upon herself to kick Negan out without without even talking to anybody else, just basically doing that all herself and, and in the end just being like, okay, fuck you, you can die. So I enjoyed Carol's performance more in this small moment that we got her in this episode than I did in two whole episodes almost dedicated to Carol this season. Just her little interactions felt more real like one of my favorite carol moments in seasons was when negan shows up after the alpha death and and he's just like hand her, hands her the head and she walks off that feels like an unnerfed carol i would have always say about carol is she's she got peter petrelli'd they made her too powerful after that wolf thing where she basically ramboed the whole the whole oh the uh, cannibals yeah the wolf the wolf guys or whatever they were she like basically just went all Rambo and destroyed them all and since that point they have to Peter Petrelli her take her powers away make her seem less effective and occasionally yep. they'll show because she also killed the two little girls yes the look at the flowers uh, absolutely no, they did they 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 were they were and see they could have. They did. You're exactly right, Phil. With the car- with they, the Carol they, stuff. Yeah, they did. They did. They made her too powerful too quickly. It was the fact that it was just her alone. Like she didn't get any of. No. She didn't run into any anybody else on the way up to Terminus. There wasn't like a, a 
a planned, you know, like haphazardish kind of like assault. It was just she went in and fucking killed them all and freed everybody and yeah, no. Yeah, no, and was, it, uh, and it was like after did. that after that point they had to they had to tone her down, have her have some problems. That fandom yep, like now I have to live alone. I have to leave my group and right. my family. And I, I'm I'm having conflicts and this and that or like all this oh, sort but of shit. Now I'll go live with this group and this guy who's fucking obviously fucking something wrong with him talking Shakespeare and shit all the fucking time. <laughs> oh, give but, it, give, yeah, the, give the king a break. A, he's he's so dreamy. <laughs> I notice things with Maggie and I are a little bit tense. I don't mind being lay low Negan for a bit, but hell, there's only so far I can go to get out of her way. No, 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 no. See, you haven't no, been thinking, thinking outside maybe... the box, Negan. We can go a couple miles outside of her way. I'm gonna leave you here. And he can be, and he can be a lot stupider. Glass half. Like she's taking a squirrel from like her, her like that's like living in her fucking roof <laughs> like dropping her off at the woods of, dropping him off at the woods a mile away <laughs> now, now save the cheerleaders save the world glass half empty says as a as a stupid person i declare this show the most unsophisticated on the planet convincing me that even i could be a screenwriter i think that's right? how joe it, feels it, when he watches this show too there's yeah no like i'm not i'm not you know like a genius by any means. Uh, I it's probably a, have an average intelligence and average wisdom level that you know. You, you probably sometimes start, is right on and sometimes gets me fucking. You probably you, you know, probably but, started off at a higher one and then uh, you know thing, yeah, things maybe, things happen things happened. Um, maybe I started off on a lower one and it and it got a little higher. Quick spoiler alert <laughs> for uh, Heroes if you've never seen it to Glass Half Empty's comment. Heroes season two broke my heart. Heroes anything that happened after the moment uh, after the moment that Siler had a sword through his heart uh, broke my heart with Heroes. No, anything that happened after the moment that they showed that fucking sword ring open and fuckhead slithered down into the sores to magically still be alive that was the moment that's what that I mean show was like that's what I mean anything this. that happened after they had him get stabbed through the heart that was the perfect end to that series as a that was season one that, that was the end of season finale one. there was a few things that happened after that at the end it no, was no, no. See, season one finale the series ended there yeah, it should have. It should have just been a mini series, yeah. like like v, one like like a V mini series thing where it just sort of came and went one season, bam, and you're done. Season two of Heroes was a disaster. Okay, anyway, sorry, enough Heroes talk. Uh, but Negan would seem like he was the savior again when he went on his own. Celebrity bikini have to run to the oh awesome celebrity bikini will be on a a bit. See you when you get back. Look forward to seeing Shakira in your pictures when you get back. Ah, uh, glass half empty's cried. Hero, exactly. Heroes makes you cry, and then we get to the fucking third season. That's all fucked up because of the writers strike, and it got half better for a second. And then the fourth season when they bring on the fucking circus. Oh my god. Okay, so the console banished Negan. Speaking of a circus. Okay, then we get Negan at a fire, drinking and eating and thinking, and too much, too much, too much. We see him, and Negan, he's taunting himself. This is what I think everyone knew was going to happen in this episode, and we get Negan versus Let Negan. Me in. <laughs> it's all right. I know you can hear me loud and clear. I know that nobody likes, and I told you so. What can I say? Now, Joe, did you miss Negan Negan? Did you miss seeing 
the you know the 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 leather jacket guy that we saw the previous seasons. I thought, if, and this is where you might disagree with me again. I thought Jeffrey D. Morgan played this Negan better than he did during the Negan seasons, right here. What sitting on the chair, like twiddling, twiddling himself. It, it, it was the same. I know, but you missed him. You missed. And they kind of they kind of did this to juxtapose the uh, the soft Negan. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what we that's what we had. We had Negan versus we had Negan. Soft Negan, normal Negan here, and then we had Yeah, there's normal Negan here and hard Negan here. And then Oh, like, you want to get Negan they hard. Get to don't show you? You this, yeah. Here's Negan. See that that's where we're learning all about Negan. Honestly, the thought of let me in thing with some kind of sexual role play he was doing with his wife. Cheers to Joe. Uh but Carol started started growing in season one when she went off to the fish fry. Uh, okay, so, okay, he comes in, Negan's a clown. There, we get a, a little monologue of old Negan is better than <laughs> is your cult of personality without a cult. You've never gotten anywhere without, and they go back and forth. You've never gotten anywhere with just a kind word. You've always needed Lucille with the bat. So then we get a, this is what I, the flashback to Rick here. We get the broken glass of the church. We get a flashback. We hear Rick's voice, and we get that scene at the end of the arc where Rick stabs the shit out of him. And he stabs and then we see Michonne and we hear Michonne and he asks about the bat. Then we get a, a whole little montage thing with him digging up the grave of Lucille and we get a good aerial shot of digging and he's looking for something he finally finds the bat and he smiles and he's happy and we get a close-up of some music and then we see the flash 12 years later so joe finally is this finally we get a time frame of how long the apocalypse has been at this point in time it has been 12 years since the breakdown of society i guess about 12 years 12 13 yeah. years um yeah, 12 years Tracy G says this episode cements the fact that it's time for Carol to go. Car is it past 13 point? years? 13 years since 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 it started. Um <laughs> because uh, she's at the end of a chemo at the end of her chemo treatment. She got three yeah. treatments left and they've been scrounging through an a supremely barely bare-picked town. So they've already been surviving in the apocalypse for at least a little while, and I'll give that a year. So we'll say it's 13 years. Well, didn't they say inside that it was 12 years and then eight months earlier Right. So she was on the phone, right? Right. So between between so, 12 and 13 years. 12 and a half years. 12 and a half years. Yeah, we'll, we'll, split, we'll split the difference here. Uh, we get, oh, David's got a voicemail. We'll play for it in a moment here. Um, so – then we flash into our Sons of the Anarchy charter or some shit claimers gang that uh, that has kidnapped Negan, hooded him, they unhood him, he's talking shit. And no, no. And here's the thing: they're living in a fucking town. This is early on, six months into the fucking apocalypse, on a town that has been fully picked through, right? They're fully been picked through, not only by him, but there's no zombies left in this town six months on aside from the one maybe, occasionally drawn to their generator maybe these the zombies are are drawn to their generator but the bikers here other roving gangs that still might be around haven't heard the generator had their door kicked in people looking for supplies or to rape and pillage some hot handsome jeffrey dean morgan he is like, handsome come on 
Come on, that's kind of, like kind of ridiculous. How long do they get this fucking generator running for? How long? Do, how big is this generator's fucking? I was more tank? surprised that when she fires the gun, no other walkers came to. Uh... None, none, none. But they haven't killed that many. He, he's he's having trouble killing the one walker out back, right? Well, we'll get we'll uh, but, get to but that. The town is fucking empty. <laughs> but the town is fucking empty. Six months into the zombie apocalypse. Now. Now, Joe, uh, I'll lend through something out in the chat. Do you? Uh, does any part of you hope that next season, when we get the war between the two of them, that Negan ends up killing Maggie in self-defense? Does that create a more interesting story of where that story could go? Well, here's the thing. How many people left in these two areas are like, oh, yeah, Maggie, I remember her. I loved her. Like, she's back. Like, how many? It, it was five years ago she left, like. How many of the survivors of this alpha shit remember her? Yeah, they her? more remember Negan helping out all the time around around camp and well, like well, or stopping the fucking the whispers. The whis yeah, right. And and being a prisoner. Uh, Merle says the bikers were apparently from Ohio. Uh, David's message. Let's play David uh, voice. They were still trying to kill him at the beginning of this whisper shit. Some of the people in town. Yeah, they oh, no, they no no they were trying to kill. I don't know. Michael, we've got a super chat donation from Michael. I have missed Joe's rant, <laughs> but Joe, but Joe, and he's requesting it. He's requesting you taking a drink, and also we get a uh, a little uh, little song for you. And there we go. Thank you so much for that super chat donation. It means more than ever. And uh, this is for Joe. And Joe will also take a drink for you. Not right? everybody can handle the truth. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. And the reason it upsets you is because you know this part of what I'm saying is actually oh true God. about these things. <laughs> Listen to the sounds of it's, it's, like you, it's, it's It is. It's very much. It's very much Phil's analogy of eating that saltine and being told it's a like. It's, listen, it, it, when it's, you are on a life raft in the middle of the fucking ocean. And I hand you a cum smeared fucking saltine and tell you it's a Ritz with jelly. You're going to be like, all right, that's it, the best crack I ever fucking had. And in fairness, it's not mine. It's Eddie Murphy's. I just, I just want to be I just want to be I, clear that yes. I'm stealing. I, I appreciate you giving me. And I, I added my own touch. Yeah, you did. You, you, you made it yours. You definitely made it yours. Eddie, <laughs> Eddie would appreciate that. OK, we got a message from The Walking David before we get back to our recap here. And thank you so much, Michael, for that super chat donation. I might take one uh, shot to you. One by the end of the night, I'm a little, uh, I'm, I'm on half speed this evening. So here we go, a message from David. Hey, what's up, Phil? What's up, Joe? Good to see you guys. Um, the main issue that I have with the whole episode, honestly, is still this whole Maggie uh, direction that they're taking it. Because didn't they already have an episode back in like season nine, like at the very beginning of season nine, when Egan had a big beard and Maggie throws him against the wall and she said like, you know, I wanted to kill you, but you're already worse than dead. Yeah. And then he, he just goes willingly back into the cell. So why are we still doing this whole, like, I'm going to kill you in front of my little boy. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna bash your head in with a different baseball bat. Like, I don't, I don't understand. It's like they w forgot that they wrote that, and now they're writing it again. I th that's a that's a good point David and not something I necessarily even remembered until you said it and then the scene popped in my head 
But they did kind of deal with this in a minor situation. And I mean, the conclusion of it was her saying that she couldn't deal with it on an everyday basis. So she needed to leave to not have to see it right in front of her face. But to your point, she did kind of already accept that she wasn't going to kill him and that his life was pathetic and he'd have to live with the pain that he caused other people and kind of live amongst them. That was where she ended up on it. Where It's exactly where she ended up. So why didn't she? What, like what? That's David's. I mean, that's David's point that it's yep. that it's uh, you're you're you're. You're jerking off with a cheese grater in this situation because it basically she left because she ultimately couldn't live with that decision. Right. That so, so, made did, so to what? Honor what Rick's decision was, but Rick, everybody had a hand. Rick decided, like for everybody, no, we're gonna make him live, and then Rick disappears, and everybody's like, okay, Rick was like a god, so we'll listen to what he had to say about this. Maggie, Daryl, any one of them should have been like, you know what, Rick fuck you and gone and killed him period and then looked at rick all bloodied holding a fucking samurai sword and went what if you want if uh, pedro if you want to send a voicemail uh you can see the number on the screen uh, 781-990-8509 again 781-990-8509 uh, there's also a few other ways you could send voicemails. I don't have it set up to send them, but you can send it to my email if you know how to, if you can't call on in at I got issues man at gmail.com. But the best way is to send a voicemail right there. Maggie sort of forgot about the Iron Fleet. In fairness, Maggie forgot about Beth for a while too. So it, so it is. Uh, remember, remember that whole section yep. the, when she just kind of basically forgets about Beth? Uh, okay, so let's get let's get a little bit more of this recap. Well, she also kind of admits to like, at some point, doesn't she? Kind of say like, I never liked my sister. I never wanted like, like she said like recent to like she does to like kind of cover that, doesn't she? Say something like not exactly. Like, I, I hated my whole fucking family except my dad, or I only came back because my dad like for some reason like not there was a, something about it. Not like, that's exactly part of the reason why she went and shacked up with fucking Glenn. Okay, so let's 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 continue here. So we see the Sons of Anarchy guys, sh the the Claimer gangs. They're talking shit about uh, he has sick wife treatment. Negan lied and sent the biker guys out to meet up where their doctors weren't, and it happened to be this area that was all overgrown with grass and was bullshit. And they came back and they kidnapped him and they said, "Listen, if you do don't you, do, you go." What do you mean? I feel like we're skipping a little bit here, but like no, the, no, you... this is this is the this is the next scene. It's it's okay. it's just uh, getting confusing because they flash back because of things. the flashback shit. That's right. So the recap is going to be even more confusing. So, no, no, no. dude, would you go? What do you mean? Would I go? Would you go get the meds? If I was if I was Negan, we're not to that point yet. This is the bike. This is the bikers where he's interviewing the. The, the bikers. We'll, we'll get to that question later, but I know... Where, I know, he, where he's getting tortured by the... Right, he's getting tortured. But you're talking about would you go if when the wife said... When his wife says... Right, that's why him. he's there with the bikers, right? Right, would I go in that moment? I don't know. It, the, the, um, I'll get to that later when we when we hear her. The way she says it at that point in the situation, I'd like to say I'd listen to her and stay, but I think ultimately I'd probably be like him and be pig-headed and be like, oh, I can do it. I can find it things are going to be okay i think that i think that's i'd like to say that wouldn't be my perspective but i think that would probably be i'd probably do something very similar to the, what he ends up doing and be and 
I'd like to say I'd stay with my wife in that situation, but I'd be like, no, it's, it's going to be okay. I'm, I'm going to go get this shit. I can do this, especially with the guilt that he holds. Uh, okay, so he's being he's being fucked with these guys. They say, if you don't really tell me where these guys are, we're going to dump this shit out. And he ends up telling them basically the truth. Then we get another flashback of a few days ago where Negan's stalking the medical truck with a gun and he robs them with some good editing with the way it was set up almost like uh, Ray Liotta on Coke in Goodfellas. And it's the intensity is overwhelming him and he gets knocked out by that woman that's a savior. I forget what the savior name is, but this is where uh, she ends up being his number one lieutenant later on that we see. I forget what that actor's name is. Oh, uh, Laura. Did you notice Laura was a Terminator fan because of her tattoo? Uh, what did I miss? Did Joe cry? <laughs> is Joe broken or hopeful that this phenomenal, hopeful after this phenomenal ep- episode, Kang is a fucking genius, isn't she? Quote, sarcastic tone. <laughs> sarcastic. Yeah, no. Uh, all the hope I had, like, here, okay. Uh, for six bonus episodes that they decided to film and air during the fucking pandemic so they didn't have to, like, so they could take more time on their actual season. You came up with five out of six stinkers. Four out of six stinkers. No, five. Four. Five. This is this. Hey, uh, uh, two I good ones. More shit. We gonna get to pick apart. No, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get into more of it. But but I would say to to both of our points, if uh, if 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 Siskel over there is right or Ebert over here is right, whatever, whichever one of our thumbs tilts the right direction. Either way, the majority of them sucked, right, Joe? Like, like either either I liked, I liked two of them. You liked one of them. Either way, either way, four or five of them sucked. So come on, they could they could have just done one episode, one two hour episode with all of this mixed together, edited in a in a clever way where we get a little bit of backstory for everybody and. I don't know. I don't think they needed six episodes. They could have. They definitely didn't need. Okay. No, no, no. We needed six episodes. We needed six episodes, Phil. But what we needed was six good episodes. <laughs> yeah. Give us, give us flashback. Give us six episodes. Take six characters. Take six. Any six. This is what they should have done, Phil. You ready? You ready? Ten weeks before the fucking fall. Write those scripts. Give me, give me Daryl for the three weeks before we ever met Daryl. In- give me, give me those six stories. Give me six individual Rick start of the walking. I wouldn't, dead mi- I wouldn't stories. mind seeing something like that, but I do think with some of the shooting restraints, that might have been a little bit more difficult. We do have a couple voicemails, but we've got to continue. Too many people involved instead of just three people on screen at a time. It- you'd have to have like cars and city lights exactly okay so then we get a flashback of a few days back when negan is stalking the medical truck with the gun and he's robbing them some good interesting editing and then we see (laughs) all that so then he wakes up and he's tied up and the doctor's talking to him and he's like i'm franklin no problems he unties him and uh and he's like dude you just robbed me with an unloaded gun what the fuck and he feeds him he gives him supplies and they're helping out people and you know what joe i would watch a if we're talking about possible Walking Dead spinoff series that could be entertaining, traveling I would traveling doctor, traveling doctor it, towards but, the, at the beginning. What of about the, traveling, uh, traveling chick trio in there? Like we're going to give you plans for windmills. I don't think that's as interesting as a medical thing where you deal with like where it's somewhat of a medical drama at the beginning 
and so much of a, zo- of Dude, a zombie that's apocalypse a, that's thing. A, that's a target that goes down immediately. Yes, they, the sh- it's a mini series. They are traveling. Joe, doctors. it's a mini. It's a mini please, series. It's a mini please. series. They are, they are firebombed first. Give fair, me perks. fair. That, but good. That's a conclusion to the story. You don't need every Walking Dead story that you put out. Do you know to how be... long that story lasts, Phil? A season. A, it's a no. season. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. It already did up until that point. It already did in this world. So I want to see that story. What gets them to that point in those first six months of the apocalypse? It's okay. a. It's a mini series. Okay. It's a mini series. Not a okay. long series. Six. You're right. They. They. They were. There's six episodes of The Captain and Winter Soldier. There's eight episodes of WandaVision. They do mini-series, one and you're done. The Walking Dead should be a this point moving on. They shouldn't try to milk one series. They should tell a story for as long as they could do and then end it. I just also kind of like it like, like, oh, and I happened upon this guy who told me about these doctors and their whole route and where they stop and when. And if I go... rather convenient you mean doctor exactly dr quinn medicine woman okay so he wakes (laughs) he he wakes up and they're helping out people then he tells them he's been trying to keep his wife safe with chemo treatments and he taught himself how to give chemo then we get another flashback within the flashback of him getting her her treatments and they talk about killing a walker for the first time to your point phil okay i don't want it as the medical drama you have not watched uh um zombie land or what was it no um the the oh, other zombie i know show. the one you're talking about the uh the one that was on fx or something or y- usa the one on sci-fi or fx yeah, yeah the funny one right yeah, the funny one i haven't watched that but yeah it, there's two guys in that i forget they're like traveling con artists slash like black market goods or whatever like scavenged goods sales guys that are i want to watch i want to watch a show about them traveling around fucking conning and fucking selling selling their goods <laughs> uh pedro says there's a possibility that she wasn't the savior lady and they just reutilize the actress as an unnamed ca- character they do that a lot in star trek so i wouldn't be i, I wouldn't be surprised i think it w- was supposed to be the same person especially because she gave him the bat but it w- i wouldn't put it past the walking dead for recasting z nation joe that's the name of that show people in the live chat say yes Okay, so uh, we do have some voicemails that we will get to. I see we have uh, area code 202 and 587 that we will get to your voicemails in a bit. I just want to get up through a little bit more of this recap. Good to see you, Gary. As uh, Joe, we got Gary in the live chat, Gary, Gary Clark. Uh, I want an origin episode of Negan's Lean, says Cadigat. Uh, Merle's Davis at The Walking David. I know you're in Z Nation. Uh, Walking David, please see the comment section of the video from last week to see Merle's Davis's reaction to some of your reactions for voicemails. Uh, okay, so uh, next. Okay, so no killing a walker. He uh, he gets into this whole Jason, thing, thing with him and his wife. Very much surprised. So lately, as Mr. Collins was wishing to marry you, but when you have... <sighs> Mama. Mm. So he reads her, reads her story. She's like, no, keep reading, bitch. And uh, 
and so he goes out looking for goggles and he goes out to kill a walker and it's a really uncomfortable awkward experience watching him try to uh, kill a walker for the first time and he almost kills it he goes out with a hammer and goggles and shit and he hits it in his eye but it keeps coming and he's like oh the fuck and then his wife comes out and uses their last bullet to shoot the walker in the head and this is that's the one moment is. where I had a Joe moment I'm like oh that's gonna bring tons of walkers over this is how this this is gonna all like uh, this is how he's gonna lose his wife there's gonna be uh, a horde that attacks because they hear the gunshot but nothing well, I, I I didn't mind the catalyst okay but I also believe that uh, no I, don't get me wrong I go kill those people too but I believe the yeah no oh you're talking about later in the episode when he goes back and yeah because you your thinking is that this would have been the time because it would have brought the other zombies but it wouldn't have been a catalyst for our change in negan right and they you know what i mean like there's there there needs to be we talk about i also how he was violent and it wasn't him and he didn't kind of like it but it was the guy deserved it now this is something i need to ask and this isn't you because i know you haven't gotten this far with all of the the graphic novel stuff this is more for the comment section or the chat live motherfucking chat that's watching right now i i don't know how loyal they just went beat for beat with the graphic novel here's Negan issue I don't know if this is uh they basically took panel for panel and there was a lot of that going on and that's maybe part of the reason why people love this episode so much and uh and I mean I loved it because of the acting and because of the parallels and some of the stuff and I thought it actually worked as an episode and you didn't and that's fine and I that's again why I love doing this fucking show but the a lot of the reaction to it I don't know, and this is something that people in the chat or the comments can say. Is it a great representation of what was in on paper? And uh, so, yeah, that's just more of a question. So, uh, but yeah, what did Joe think, Cadigan? Okay, so we we continue with this. Uh, she wants the generator. She turns. She wants the generator back on because she wants to uh, watch her movies. So we go. Yeah, who cares? Who cares that there's no gas in uh, you know twenty five fucking miles? And uh, I need to keep the fridge. Well, you need to keep the fridge cold, don't you? Them shits fucking don't take long to heat up once no. they're turned off. No, I mean, and what was different that day than other days because they had sex and he lost track of it or something? Like, I'm not sure exactly what happened there. In here, the power just went out. Like, yeah, they ran out of gas. They ran out of gas in that situation. And so we watched a movie and fucked. So we go off to Negan <laughs> gas, uh, checking gas for cars. He found something good, which is the weed that he gets later. Then uh, he he wakes her up. He found some weed. What James Bond movie did they watch? They didn't. They just started fucking. Was it Daniel Craig getting her hot? Or was it... Uh, Pierce Brosnan? Pierce Brosnan? Right? It was Connery. It's got to be Connery, right? I mean... Connery? Yeah, you could. <laughs> nah, Daniel. It's got to be Daniel in this day and age. The young girls don't like Connery like the... Uh... Like the Cadigan says, uh, who's who's one of our one of our uh, comic readers. I didn't read the Here's Negan comic book because it because uh, because uh, it didn't really interest me to be honest. Uh, Walking David, I didn't. I honestly didn't did really like Jeffrey D. Morgan in this episode. The dude is a solid actor. Did he have amazing writing to work with? No. <laughs> what? Did he deliver did an amazing? You, what prof- did you just read? I'm reading what? David's comment. Let me finish I honestly it. Honestly, did really like him, JDM Jeffrey D. Morgan. The episode did. You yeah, said did. Did. Okay. This dude's a solid did. actor. Uh, did he have amazing writing to work with? No. No. Did he deliver a performance? I say yes. Some of the episodes. Yes, there, were... it was a performance, David. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> they could do a This Is Us uh, style prequel, says Ian. Merle says also, okay, uh, they got high and overslept. Gordon, we got Gordon Shumway, hide your kitties. We got the we got Alf in the live motherfucking chat. It was uh, Negan should have added salt to the ice, which would have lowered the temperature, says Ahmed. Dropping the knowledge. So they find some weed. He, he uh, She's like... Uh, <laughs> it's not just for cooking meth. And uh, he says he says three more tr- treatments and you'll be okay. They cuddle and he sings to her the highlight song of the night, Joe. So beautiful to me. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Can't you see? Can't you see, Joe? You're everything I hope for. Okay. So You're everything beautiful. I need. Mm-hmm. You are so why so does beautiful, beautiful it burn to me? Why is your ass burning? <laughs> prune juice, Joe. Get some fucking prune juice. Uh, <laughs> That's that, a penicillin shot, dude. Well, you need prune juice after the penicillin shot. And it's cranberry juice for oh. urinary tract. Oh yeah, well, it's prune juice to get shit moving. Okay, man. thank you. I I don't know. You call me before you go. I will start before, doing any kind before, of holistic shit bro. before I start juicing. So yes, uh, please. <laughs> okay, so they have some weed. They cuddle. He sings beautiful. They wake up the next day and she tells him about the walkers are not humans and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to get used to the world like this. She eats some dog food and she likes it and she has a good sense of humor. Uh she it's an anniversary present. She gives him uh she gives him back the leather jacket that uh that that we find out later that she took from him. And, okay, okay, okay. And she so, hit it. She, just let me finish. She hit it because she was pissed. They talk about the credit card bill and it doesn't really matter. She feels guilty and he says, you, I should apologize to you. You shouldn't apologize to me. And uh, they give this emotional look. And then he, she gives him a pep talk about that he's a good man. And they smoke weed together and they bang, 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 bang. Joe. Yeah, okay. First off, the dog food. Secondly, the weed. Don't let me forget secondly. Okay, of First course. Off, I, I, how could I forget the second? We're talking about six months ish after the fall right so like this is right around the time uh in my head anyway i'm putting it there because it's just fun to think about this kind of shit uh that rick is knocking the can of dog food out of carl's hand in the house there season three opener oh yeah i forgot about pointed out i forgot about that Uh, so like it's a roughly around the same time. They're having a nice candlelight dinner, eating dog food. And our group right now should be right around that that after the farm. They're, you know, in that house eating the owl and not the dog food. Yeah, no dog food. No dog food. Uh, Atari Dad doesn't solve my I can attest to the majority of the teachers owning a ukulele. It's Teacher 101. In the comics, all I remember was Negan's wife, Lucille, dying in a hospital from cancer, and she comes back as a walker, and then he kills her in the end. We got the glasses half empty. Thank you for, so much for joining us, glasses half empty. We got a bunch of voicemail okay. we will be playing in a moment here. Let's continue. We got some uh, chat stuff we got to we gotta focus on for a second here. What's we had it mentioned. Pour some salt on it. It'll make the ice stay colder. Uh, and then Atari dies says, doesn't salt melt ice? Well, the interesting thing here is, yeah, salt will melt the ice. It's adding salt to water before you freeze the water makes the temperature have to be lower to freeze it in the first place. So that would have been when 
you would do that. As far as my chemistry in high school, 20 science bitch. years ago. Science. Some, some good science bitch there. Okay, so uh, you should give them a pep talk. there, Jason Voorhees with even more knowledge kicking. Salt doesn't melt ice below minus seven degrees. Wow. Freezers, typically, I don't know how cold they get minus zero. So. Okay, so before we before we continue, we're at about the halfway point of the recap here. While we're waiting on the halfway point, let's play a couple of voicemails here. This, I believe, this first one is from Jay. So let's listen to Jay's voicemail in its entirety. Hey, uh, I will say this to uh, to the Walking David. Uh, don't you think years of uh, being in a zombie apocalypse without the man that you loved? more than anyone, probably more than like her sister and her father, by the point that Glenn died would uh would affect her in, in in uh years after, even if like to the point where she could change her mind about Negan and think that she made a mistake in letting him live. Um that's the conclusion I come to. I mean, like it's been years and years. It's like Maggie didn't have to like just because Maggie made a choice at one point didn't mean she didn't change her mind all right later okay and then we got this one sorry about that so david we got we got uh we got a little call out for you in that one and uh we got we got this voicemail right here from 587 please move your hat Bow your head in a moment of silence. For tonight, we have lost a great hero. A hero that took out an idiot <laughs> who climbed under a dumpster and a man with red hair. We don't trust that man with red hair. We were saying goodnight so to So let's Lucy. have a moment of silence. It's toast. For yeah. ones we lost tonight, we lost Lucille. Lucille. And no, not the woman, the bat. Rest in peace, Lucille, wherever you are, up there in that heaven, you son of a bitch, you beautiful barbed wire son of a bitch. You bitch. God bless, and God speak, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you for that wonderful eulogy to, uh, to Lucille, a bat that needs to be remembered. Another voicemail. We're going to clear the decks of the voicemails here. Here's another voicemail from Jay. I hate to agree with Joe somewhat, but... I got to hear the beginning of that voicemail again. I hate. I love how he says, I hate to agree with Joe somewhat. <laughs> listen, listen I now. love voicemails that start like that. <laughs> listen to how he starts this voicemail, Joe. I hate to agree with Joe somewhat, but uh, if they had done the six like flashbacks, of like the original six or whatever, so you probably would have included Glenn. I definitely would have watched that one episode. That would have gotten a Walking Dead um, person who stopped watching their show back to at least watch one episode. Great voicemail, but I love I love how he says I hate to kind of agree with Joe. It's it's he doesn't quite agree with you. He hates to kind of agree with you. Somewhat. Yes, like wow, right. I and agree with you. You might not, and and that's it. When you know what episode is about to air, like for what I was saying, 
you might not want to watch like Bob's six weeks beforehand, right? But but uh, hey, you want to know what what fucking Carol's life was like six weeks prior? No, abs abs absolutely. And I do think maybe after The Walking Dead is over, when I, I keep talking about an anthology series that I would love to see with some of the main actors coming back, not necessarily a spinoff series with Daryl and fucking Carol or a spinoff series with Negan with the flashbacks of the saviors, like, <laughs> like an actual anthology series, like a Tales from the Crypt, amazing stories kind of series where each week was a different or maybe some weeks it was a two or three episode arc where a season was a few different stories in the Walking Dead universe from different time periods in the midst of the zombie apocalypse, either right before, during, or at any point in time within it. Um, be careful, Joe, because Joe will go on a rant and Merle the Avatar Tim will show up in a cloud of smoke and ninja everyone because JDM is great. And uh, we got one more voicemail right now before we get back into our recap. Hey, I just had a quick question, you guys. Um, why did they have it to where that ex-savior or whatever in the past give him the bat and not Lucille? I thought that would be part of it you know what i mean like maybe he he's not good at fighting off the walkers and so she just goes like you know i i was saving this for a special occasion kind of like what she did with the jacket i mean she gave him a jacket but why didn't she give him the bat because then why oh sorry david but, but just to jump on your point uh before i lost my train of thought because i'm a stoner uh they could have done that scene maybe i mean she's weak but they could have done the scene where she shoots the walker instead of shooting him she sneaks up behind and bashes the walker over the head with a bat and then hands him the bat try this next time or something and it could have been could, could have been a little bit more personally attached to her uh so well and then there was a thing okay no and see i like that because they also talk about uh the pump there's a problem, uh, you know, it's easy unless there's a problem with the pump, right? And her swinging the bat to kill the fucking walker could have broken the pump and he had to fix the pump, right? Because they talk about the yeah. pump, pumping the infusion meds, right? Did they? Oh, my confusing. No, he did. He, he said at one point in time that he he learned how to do that when he was talking to the other doctor. The doctor, right. Yeah. And that could have been, that could have been the, that all makes makes more sense than, than it was, uh, uh, I want to talk about. Uh, keep going. Okay, so get back. I don't forget all this shit that I want to talk about because I'm trying to wait to the right. Time. Oh no, talk. To, what, do you, what do you want? To, what do you want to say? Talk about. No, it. no, no. Okay, no. so he wakes up and the fridge is not cold. The medicine is fucked. They look at each other in a panic, and then Negan starts. The right Negan starts formulating a plan, and this is where we get into the thing from do earlier. You go. Do you go? Do you go, Joe? Okay. Uh you have to go anyway to look for supplies right and you have to go further out anyway to look for supplies because we already established now that there ain't shit in town anymore so yes yes i go because i'm also looking for more gas for the generator more food for us more everything for us right that we do need so there is an element of i have to go out to scavenge anyway so i'm going to go in that direction i might be out for a little longer However, when it flashes six weeks later, and then he's running into fucking gangs and all this shit, like, uh, your wife's at home fucking dying. Yeah, how is he gone dying. for six weeks? Yeah. Do you want to be her hero? 
because bringing home the meds to a dead woman or a woman that's been fucking puking and is about to fucking die and that's been alone for the last, what, two months? Two fucking months? Come on. Be her hero and be there with her. She asked you not to go. Yeah, at that point, do one, that. At that point turn around. Stop and being obsessed she, with it. And she exclaimed, uh, that was our wow. last Megan? bullet. Said stop. So she's got, like, her options. At, at some point, she's going to be thinking, he ain't coming back. It's been a month. It's been six fucking weeks. He's not coming home. What other outcome option does she have at that point? I'm going to fucking die of cancer. I'm not going to wait this out. I'm not going to I'm not going to wait out this pain and suffering alone. And she in this scene says, I have to tell you something. And then we get the flashback of the pre-apocalypse situation where we're here. Negan acting like a... You get better, you gotta take it. Are you playing with children? Uh, teenagers, I think, mostly. All right, yeah. All right, yeah. five-year-olds and ten-year-olds. Yeah, five oh, I swear at them. Yeah. I swear at those little kids. I'm like, your motherfucking hates you. Your parents are awful, kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how come the characters don't search pockets of every walker they kill? I'm sure five times out of ten right. they carry something valuable, says Ahmed. Right! Like a pocket knife. Like bullets. <laughs> like... Have, you, have they ever played the Friday the 13th video game? You check everything. Unreal, like you, like seriously, seriously. Okay. There's so, I mean, there's so much wrong with so much of what they do and don't do. Atari Dad, I'm very worried about the copyright strikes from the uh, from the uh, the songs. So, okay, so we she gets pissed off at him about buying a leather jacket, and he threw away the receipts. He got fired. We get the little story that he got fired. She's talking to her friend about how Negan is immature, and but he beats the shit out of some guy for her in a club that we find out later that she kind of appreciates. It's like that guy was asking to get his ass kicked anyway. So then Negan's making food. He's a house husband. He's trying something special. He's putting a little reduction. He's been watching a little bit of the Food Channel. He's been watching like Gordon Ramsay cooking shows. So he's doing like reductions. It was a little subtle touch in his performance there. And David, I do see that this your other half of your voicemail. I'll play it at the next break. And if anyone else wants to call in, 781-990-8509. So Negan is, uh, he's making food and she says, you have to come with me tomorrow for my MRI appointment. And he makes up an excuse that he needs to go to his probation officer and can't go that day. So we flash over to the next scene, which is her getting her diagnosis. And it's a tough moment being in that position before too. It's just being in that moment when the doctor's telling you everything else stops, you start thinking about you just need to talk to people. And she reaches out to call him. He doesn't answer. She calls her best friend that we talked to in a different scene well, also earlier. Well, also doesn't answer. Neither's where they're supposed And to then be. she calls the probation officer to talk to Negan that way. And the probation officer says, Negan didn't have an appointment for months, for another month. And she puts it all together. Now, they don't say it, but I think the actress does a good job in her performance declaring that there was already something she has yelled at Negan for flirting with this girl before this isn't the first suspicion she just suddenly puts two and two together there was enough of a look in her eye like oh my god they're doing it again or or this is it confirmed her suspicions of something in that moment I didn't catch that I felt like the actress gave a little bit of that look it wasn't it you couldn't just immediately put two and two together in that way I feel like they maybe they flirted at a party and I don't know. I feel like she was playing that a little bit, but I, that could be me projecting. It could be me projecting. Well, I mean, when 
And uh. so Negan wasn't uncharacteristically kind to Carl because he was a gym teacher. So does the gym teacher thing with Negan fly for you? Does he seem like someone that would have been a gym teacher? Well, he's certainly like gym teachers, aren't they notorious bullies? Notorious for being bullies. They pick on the the so they pick on kids during gym class. They call kids out of our age. Kids who are very, very nerdy, right? Who are obviously not athletically inclined, we'll call it. Inf- and and they and they they call them out and they force them to do things. Maybe things have changed since we were kids. I was just gonna say that if, in fairness, you're speaking of gym teachers of our age. I don't know what gym teachers are like nowadays. No, I never had in my high school. The gym teacher wasn't quite like that uh, because he was actually a te- like in when when I grew up in my normal public school situation. The gym teacher did not at the time I was growing up. The gym teacher did not need to get the same kind of licensing and shit that other education. teachers in the school. Where now I believe a gym teacher still has still to actually needs get a masters. Yeah, needs to get a teacher license and a master's and shit so they but when we were kids it didn't they were just the dudes that's in this state right that's in this state but in, like, but I'm, other okay, I'm speaking specifically about that way i'm speaking about what's in front of me and i would say back then it was the dude in town that worked for the dpw that was the captain of the football team that eventually works and ends up being the uh, gym teacher or some sh- like some stupid shit like that or a cop yeah, or something like that. Okay, so Negan sure likes to rant like a gym teacher says a med. I wonder if anyone else will steal my phone, says Jason. My gym teachers were usually military-type guys, says Cadigat. Yeah, and that and that's another thing that doesn't really vibe to me is that it's not within his character to to use hands if he was a gym teacher. I mean, it was... Because it, one of the things in most gym curriculums, didn't you have a wrestling day? Didn't you guys do yeah, wrestling? But, but they in, pulled out wrestling mats? But in fairness, that was... It had to do with his wife, and he doesn't fuck with that shit. So Negan, uh, nobody fucks, with, especially when it comes to your wife. You put you, you put hands on, right? So she finds out that he's a cheating. <laughs> she finds out he's a cheating fuck as she gets her diagnosis, and she hears on the radio reports of walkers eating flesh to start the apocalypse. And she's like, "Fuck this!" No, as you said, she turns off the radio and she moves on. So, <laughs> and then she's waiting for him in the next scene for with a gun in one hand and the in the uh, the cancer pamphlet in the other hand, and he comes home and and she's giving him the look. What the fuck? Jason Voorhees says, "Those who can't teach, or those who can't do teach, those who can't teach, <laughs> teach Jim, <laughs> teach Jim." I like that. Okay, so she tells him she's sick, and st- instead of shooting him, good choice, and and uh, yeah, and then we get the flashback to him and her, and he says, "You knew the whole time." And, of course, I did. And no, no, well, if I didn't, I definitely know now. <laughs> <laughs> and no, because she obviously talked to the girl about it because he says. I also broke it off completely once you got your diagnosis. And she says, I know that too. So uh-huh. she probably confronted. Of course she confronted. She probably went and beat the shit out of her. Yeah, she probably confronted the friend. Yeah, she probably, probably went. smacked that bitch. Yeah, went all glow uh, the first time. She was time. like, dude, I heard that people were fucking turning into zombies. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, perfect opportunity. I'm dying. This bitch is dying. Yeah, she too. killed her. Yeah, she did kill her probably. Uh, and uh, and then she says, let me die. I want. Dude, the radio broadcast. When she gets in the car, it's like, people are eating people. She's like, fuck that. I need the radio. She goes home. I'm sure she fucking saw the news. Dude, you are in your car. I know you broke it off. I know you haven't fucking talked to her. You know how I know? Because I killed that bitch. 
day fucking one that I figured you guys were fucking. When you got home, we fucking had I was I had dinner on the table for you, whatever it was. Next morning, I woke up, I went and fucking killed that bitch. Made her eat her whole fucking family. Atari dad wonders, does she have the gun on the table? Because at that point, as Joe said, she watched the news and realized the world was going to shit. And she was trying to think about how she wanted to handle the situation. Yeah, I, that's what I think. That's what I think. She was either going to do him in, do herself in, maybe, maybe, uh, <laughs> Negan, or, or just hoping that a zombie wasn't going to walk through the fucking door. Negan should definitely. She had been watching the news. Definitely. Negan should definitely be happy that uh, that that Chris Hansen was Negan. We got to talk to you about some of those uh, emails you've been, or some of those uh, audio chats you've been doing with kids in uh, in your Warzone games. <laughs> we need to talk about your Rainbow Six playing, Negan. And yes, Boston, Boston fucking Celtics, my friend. Go, go Celtics. Okay, so uh, Negan, uh, Negan decides. What happened with the Celtics? Oh uh, no, someone. I have a Celtics banner, and someone in the chat said, "Go Celtics." Um, oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, so uh, so it did happen. Very different than the comics. Uh, he is like, I broke it off. She's like, I know. She says, let me die. And he says, no, I'm, we're not giving up ever. Okay, so your partner says that to you, Joe. Let me, let, just let me die. I want, I want to give up. I'm done. Man, Stay home. Stay with me. Don't go out and get the fucking medicine. Um, do you, do you I, stay with her? His, like I said, uh, at that point, there might not be a harm in the white lie of I will stay with you, but scavenging, I, I'm going to be a day or two. Right. Leave for leave and stretch that to a week. And if you don't find anything in a week, get your ass home. Get the fuck back. Right. Yeah. If I'm not back in seven days, you're, you know, like you don't just leave. I'm going to go and not come back until I find it. And like, let this person sit on the edge of it. Like, it's horrible. Yeah, it's no, horrible. Absolutely, abs no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, sure, go kill those fucking guys. Don't get me wrong. You owe the doctor that. You owe yourself that. You owe your wife that. But uh, you also need to be realizing that that bag on her head and cuffed to the bed is your fault. That she is in that position and not at least holding you right now. You know. Hoping that you found a little bit of gas to watch James Bond again. Yeah, so she can enjoy the last couple of weeks of her life or months of her There's life. Some other DVD that you fucking plucked out of the house, right? Exactly. Like, you know this woman's not going to have long and there's no guarantee that this chemo is working and you're not going to find anywhere with enough power to run the kind of machines you need to know if this woman's cancer is gone or not. Like, yeah, you're assuming a lot that those treatments are actually even working. And that's exactly that's what I'm saying. Like, and if they don't work, you've you're just prolonging and you're making her suffer through all this chemo and then suffer through all the cancer instead of just suffer through all the cancer and be with this person that you supposedly love with all your heart, even though you're cheating on her. Yeah. Yeah, and and uh, and with with her best fucking friend now, Gary. Uh, with her best fucking friend, Gary. Thank you so much. As bad or good as we get, 
uh, I think both Joe and I are excited to talk about the last 24 episodes or with Joe probably 12. The last 12, 12 more episodes of The Walking Dead after this. Uh, but uh, tw- the last 24 episodes of The Walking Dead. And uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, uh, to someone who asked in the live chat, JP, uh, Joe uh, was with the crow. A crow is uh, the crow is uh, is is in her nest off uh, off sc- off screen somewhere. Uh, you can occasionally hear her whistle in the background. So we go back to uh, to uh, to the doctor and Negan finishing the whole story and the flashback, the second flashback or the third, whatever. It's Negan and the doctor talking and Negan finishes the whole story about how six weeks ago he got his stuff and uh, he just wanted to help. So the doctor gives him his gun back, warns him about the bikers, and then the girl gives him the bat that he eventually falls in love with the bat. So then we flash back to the next flashback. This is where it gets a little confusing. Now we go back to the bikers who are just like, dude, they're like Joe Dirty Locks here. All you've done is told me one stupid, pointless story after another. First, he wouldn't talk. Now, I'm begging you to shut up. <laughs> the story time is... Like he does Bitch. sound a little bit like Merle. So he's... Tell me where you got him, or I pull this trigger and your wife dies thinking you ran out on her. I'm not even going to count. So eventually he does tell him, and then he gets back to the place where his wife is at, and uh, he looks around, and he see, finally comes into a room, and he sees... Do you tell him? I'd have told him right fucking right off the you... bat. Oh, you want to know everything? I'll tell you fucking everything. Listen, I got to get my fucking two bags. That's where the rest are. <laughs> Back to my fucking wife. That is the, I mean. You that... want a nice brand new leather fucking coat? Get those patches on this. Come on. It's it's Italian leather, baby. <laughs> you draw it's my a detail, from map. my wife. Cost 600 bucks. Here's Come some, on. Here's some vodka I've been saving just for such an occasion. Right? Come on. There's got to be like. No, I, I don't. I don't rat them out. I just say I found the fucking things. I've been searching hospital after hospital. And I'm on my way back with them. Merle Davis says, "Yeah, Joe, she wants to cuddle up and watch live and live and let die." Glass F empty says, "In the last man on earth, they found power in the first season." Uh, Joe, uh, what do you expect and want for next season? We'll ask yeah. Joe. Joe, think about that as before uh, we. Yeah, I, I saw that. I've yeah, been thinking. Yeah, for the end, we'll, we'll both. That's say a, that that's a big question it's a big that's question a 24 episode season yeah the biggest season ever yeah. of the walking dead it's like an episode it's like a season, season one was six episodes joe it's like <laughs> it's like a season of 24 i know that was, that was horrible i need like a comedy drum drum sound for that why would you say that phil? it's because it's stupid. it is you know what it is like a se- it has been you're right phil this has been like a few seasons of 24 joe it's like a season of 24 Horrible. Okay. Okay. So, so, so then we get into this whole end thing, where he finds his wife, and and she's uh she's 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 suffocated herself after taking a bunch of pills in the bed. It, who knows how long? It doesn't look like the zombie turn is super fresh. I think he missed her by a couple weeks. If he was gone six weeks, he probably missed her by two weeks. Exactly. So. Exactly. Like, how long did you expect her? She had already said to you, I need you to start fighting for me. Like, I need I need you to stay. I need you to fight for me. I can't do this. Uh, like, and he got up and fucking walked out for almost two fucking months. All for this. Wait. 
<laughs> is that the music they were playing? Yeah. yeah. I like this. This is funny. Oh, okay. You And he has a romantic, sensitive moment that is not completely dissimilar to <laughs> to Perry Farrell in The Gift when his uh, when Casey. Oh, that was so sweet. And this this is similar. This is a similar <laughs> scene, Joe. Why is it sweet with Perry and it's yeah, they both like candles. Yeah, they do. It's you see the parallel. It's a very similar scene. <laughs> Nobody in the chat has seen Gift Phil. No this one's is just seen. a joke for us. No, I love it. In fairness, I, what, I, I bet at the course of the entire existence of this video in the podcast, someone will put throw in the comment section. Someone will get it. So no, no. I Devin was in here earlier. I don't know if he's still watching. Devin, okay, Devin I might see get Devin in there. So Devin has definitely seen Gift, but Devin. like outside of our circle of friends. Obviously man. the rock you're digging deep. Obviously that's, that's do you think indie the music film of an of an indie alt the, the band the, from 30 years ago. The question <laughs> the question is did the writers see it? Okay, so uh <laughs> <laughs> they must have, dude. That's the real question. But anyways, continue. So, uh, sorry, continue. You are Okay, so this anyways, so then we get this whole big uh big sort of Negan uh, birthing scene like the the Negan we see uh earlier in the season him turning himself uh he the song you are so beautiful comes on and plays he uh puts his butt he puts the biker jacket on he goes outside with the uh in the, uh, strike this reverse it he goes outside with the bat he grabs the the uh, barbed wire off of it. He wraps the bat. He goes inside, puts on the leather jacket, pours gasoline all over his wife uh, and all over the scene. Lights a match. Walks out of there in the burning flames with the with with the intensity of the music in this big, almost almost emotional apex of a moment. Joe, it was a really intense moment as Negan is birthed from the fire, uh, metaphorically. What wasn't it a beautiful scene, Joe? Talk about how beautiful uh, that Negan scene was. rises from the ashes. I already, I already. You want to know what I think about this scene? I do, Man, Joe. Watch the first people, three minutes of this podcast. People might just be tuning in. Tell, talk about why this is a beautiful scene, Joe. Oh man, it just, it's just. I think it's horribly done. Like, I, I again, how long was he sitting there watching his wife, where the flames are licking out the front fucking door? The front fucking door, which is a Dutch door for some reason. Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, he's poking the the. The, the door is on fire. The frame of the door is on fire and he's walking out of the house. Like, pack your bag before you made your bat. You put on your coat. Like, just do doesn't suffocate from any of the fumes, but the flames are already that fucking deep. <laughs> and it's just very, kind of very ridiculous scene. I thought it was awful. <laughs> but it is a thing. When he lit her on fire, my first thought was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's easier. That's, it's an easier way of doing that. That's the best way of doing it. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. Okay, I don't want her to suffer. Wait a second. Uh, but do, do I want to bash her fucking brains in? No, right now? no. In, in no, pretty much don't want to do that. Uh, so no matter what, I'm gonna have to like violently kind of hurt. Do, do I bury her? I'm never gonna fucking visit the grave. Um, <laughs> wait. I can cremate her by burning down the whole fucking house. And the, Perfect. And Done. The, and the Night King can't raise her afterwards, too, which really helps the situation, right? too. Right? Done. I, I like 
I like the thinking on his part. Just you make sure that she's on like the first floor, right in the middle of the fucking house, so that the whole thing burns and then falls on top of her, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to like have your wife's charred corpse walking around town. In, now, like, two, two, or two, three days. two things from the chat. First of all, Atari Dad, I th- honestly think the half door thing was a rigged prop that just didn't work too well. And second, we've got a uh, question from Michael Jackson who asks, uh, "Why do you think the writing is so?" Horrible, Joe. I want to know. He wants to know. Okay. I think it's so horrible because the source material, as good as the artwork is and the story kind of is to begin with, um, is is written for a prepubescent male audience, right? There happens to be a lot of older people that have that kind of mentality who liked the comics, so I can't say that that's a bad thing, but that doesn't mean it's going to be the most dynamic writing. Now, that source material was taken and played with and remolded by a man named Frank Darabont into a really beautiful fucking thing. And then it was taken and perverted by people who thought they knew what they were doing, who might be talented in their own right, but had bigger things in mind concerning dollar signs rather than artistic integrity of what they were producing. And the show started to suffer. The writing started to suffer. I think they started hiring people with uh, or or allowing this um, cliched television trope writing to permeate throughout as evidenced by um, you know, the Glen under a dumpster or various other things that we've talked about, even even as far as like we need to have an epic ending scene. So we'll have Negan kicking open the bottom half of a door and punching open the top half of it with his with his newly made Lucille and emerging from the flames. And it just to me, that doesn't play right. Like it really doesn't. It was pl- I would have rather seen him standing outside the fucking house with a fucking bag and watching the house slowly it, fucking it, burn. It played more as a music video in that moment than a scene that makes sense as a uh, and that's why I say the editing, I enjoyed it as a music video. It was a music video for You Are So Beautiful. It wasn't a scene that necessarily makes rational sense. And I thought it was effective as a force of nature more than a makes sense scene. But I yep. definitely get your point. And I just want to... Well, there's, there's more to it. I got a little bit more to that question. <laughs> there's also the common sense aspect of people's behavior. Like someone mentioned in the chat earlier about why don't people check the pockets of all these fucking dead zombies? Yeah, it's gross. But uh, a fucking, you know, pocket full of bullets, like I said, is a fucking find. And it might only be one in a thousand fucking corpses, but it's one in a thousand corpses that gives you six or 20 extra fucking bullets. Right. There's so many things like like they every time they walk into a room, I see so many drawers shut, not open, not ransacked that never get poked or looked into and shit like this. So many little things, just little things um, that that speaking of a little thing, I just I want to read one comment to you, too. Joe, you're going off in a fire scene, not being realistic in a show about dead people coming back to life. You know, love you. But come on, man. You you know what? There's there. There is there is an aspect of that, right? There's an aspect of of 
everything all the shows on television are just shows on television they're just they're just fictional stories about something so when do we decide like when realism should be realism and realism shouldn't be realism this is supposed to be a show a drama show not z nation which is a comedy show which doesn't take itself seriously and you have never heard me say a disparaging word about any of the i don't give a fuck that they don't say amed amed z nation to your like, point to your point before med says they might even have a bottle of advil or some cocaine in your pocket and right, and exactly exactly like like the big Baby zombies running around and, and chewing their way out of pregnant moms on Z Nation. Fucking awesome. Love it. Fucking absolutely stupid. No, and that, that's the greatest shit ever. That stuff works really well in Santa Clarita diet as well. Okay, so Atari Dad says, uh, Frank Darabont didn't do everything right. I hated how intelligent the zombies were in season one climbing fences. Rewatch season one, the zombies act way too human. Apparently, he was going to expand upon that if he had stayed on, he said. See, I, and I don't mind that, and that w that's not necessarily a bad thing to me. Yes, and what's-his-name's wife is looking at the house where his wife and kid are, and she tries the door handle once or twice. Like, they're... To me, there's not necessarily something bad about a residual effect of human life being there, of daily things or or driving <laughs> motivations Glad. in their in their subconscious animated. But good, but awesome, like, awesome. Whatever. Awesome question, Michael Jackson. Uh, glass half empty. I would be looking for weed all the time. And all, very good. <laughs> very good answer. Uh, very good answer as well, Joe. Very detailed. Uh, good answer. Uh, so, Santivia, great to see you. Okay, so the song, we're almost at the end of the episode here. And then we've got a bunch of voicemails to catch up on. And you guys in the live chat to a uh, few more stuff. And if you have any more beefs or questions for Joe, make sure you throw it in the live chat There's or the comment section. The real easy answer of they just hired awful fucking writers. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, so we get you are so beautiful. He heads out the door. He busts out the fire. He's Negan. So now he's going to go save the docs. So, Joe, do you go and save the doctors now? So uh, I'm not even thinking the doctors are still alive. And I'm half thinking at this point, hopefully I get there before they've already gone to whatever warehouse to go rob that the doctors have their meds and stash in that she said she came back from with the two bags. Right. So I'm hoping I just get there in time to kill these motherfuckers. I don't even know if those two are still alive yet. Right. <laughs> like, like that's not like, uh, as my thinking at this point, wrapping that bat and getting ready to go kill them is <clears throat> those motherfuckers caught, made me miss my wife's last, you know, day and killed the nice doctor and raped the nice girl that gave me the meds to hopefully keep my wife alive, which I wasn't able to do because those two guys wanted to rob and rape the two nice people. I'm going to go kill them. Oh, bonus, they're still alive. Now, Atari Dad says, I just hate the whole residual memories things because it drags the whole thing out. No, I can't kill them. They're people thing. And uh, so he goes and he saves the docs. Then he comes in. Negan kills the first human with Lucille. That Lucille tastes some blood. Then he gets to another dude. Negan then takes the other dude out. The doctor's almost freeing himself with that screw that they focused on in the Negan scene, too. I forgot to mention that earlier. And the biker uh, is not sure what's going on outside. And he sees that the doctor's starting to bust out of the chair for some reason doesn't do anything about it and he just kind of listens to what's happening outside uh, then Negan comes in and saves the doctor he hands him a 
and the doctor breaks out and does his thing. They leave the biker down on the ground, subdued, and Negan comes in. Time for uh, what Joe's been waiting for all episode long, and it is our Negan monologue here. So let's... Before that monologue, Atari Dad, it may drag that out, but they managed to do that anyway. Whisper storyline. Now, to answer Santivia, Santivia's question in the live chat that she asked was this episode good or did this episode suck uh as you can see in the live chat uh people's opinions of that on the panel that we have between joe and i which is always more fun i not that i i want to set up any natural disagreement between joe and i when we we never i don't I, he's accused me of doing it before, of like fake liking something to to coding to... me into. <laughs> but no, if I like something, I like Most it. Most of the time, <laughs> I I you you don't you won't hear me make that claim often. Phil and I do right. have right. very yeah. very similar tastes in shows, in art, in music. In all sorts of but, things, but, but when we, we have very big differences as well. Right, exactly. And he's accused me occasionally of fake faking it, but usually, uh, if we agree, we agree, or we're disagreeing. It's a natural disagreement. And uh, and I, in this particular situation, Joe and I legitimately disagree. I actually really liked this episode, and I thought it was one of the two good ones of these last six. Not, uh, I, I didn't like it, it. And Joe thinks it. It's it's the second best. I'll give you that. It is the it's the second best. I agree. I it's also the, agree. It's the second. Best. I also agree. I it's the second best. This is where my I have the unpopular opinion. I would say my favorite episode of the season is still the Gabriel and the Aaron in Aaron Terminator two. Th- two. It, I think that's my favorite of the season. That's the best episode in in four seasons. It's the Five one seasons. I enjoyed the most too. But this is. This is cl- a close second to me in this half season. And uh, Ahmed asks, how come you've never reviewed Shameless? That show is right up your alley. Shameless is a Phil kind oh, of show. Shameless was fucking awesome. I've, I've watched every episode. For like the first like, it's fine. five it's, or six seasons. I will say this. Shameless is about to f- do its last season, right? Coming up. And I've definitely still caught up and I've watched it. It's not as good as it used to be, but it's still Frank's still awesome. But up it's, until up until like the, the cancer lady dies. Right. That's when but I stopped. My but my but my whole point is when it's all said and done, Joe and I will do a rewatch uh review oh, of Shameless. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me NYPD blue fat fox wife doesn't have a fucking fantastic <laughs> rack of tits, dude. <laughs> Oh, when she was sleeping Joe, with Lip, I was psyched. I was like, "Oh, Joe is drunk." Uh, Santivia, oh, it was a, Joe is drunk. it was Joe's a talking j- about that that lady, the professor lady. Be careful, your your kids. your crow has ears, Joe. Do you think, oh, dude, dude from fucking Black Sail sucking his own cock? So J- JP says they were worried what? about the artistic integrity. They wouldn't have planned. They would have planned on the show being over in five seasons. Can't blame them for wanting the money. All they could make. I agree with most of the problems Joe points. Out, but I just don't think they were major problems. This was my favorite episode of the six. Listen, no, no uh, okay. <laughs> no. I mean, uh, you were. <laughs> there's things that are going to make it somebody's favorite episode, and we can overlook all of the problems in all of the episodes, right? Ultimately, we're still watching 10, 11 years later, right? This is not. Uh, ultimately, this is all has devolved into what I think is very bad television. Um, but 
there are things about it that I still like. That I still, as as horrible as I think these episodes are, I still enjoy. <laughs> I still enjoy. Stuff to get off my chest this time. You still enjoy watching The Walking Dead. You still enjoy listening. Morbidly, maybe, maybe it's it's like, it's like I enjoy watching The Walking Dead. Like uh, when when you have pins and needles in your foot, like I enjoy leaning on my foot to. You know, and feeling you like biting, you like biting that canker in your mouth a little bit. Oh, uh, gnaw on that little fucker. Yeah, gnaw on the fucker to get that little pain rush and stuff. Okay, so speaking of that little pain rush, Joe, I want you to carefully listen to the vocal stylings of Negan. You know, I never killed a man before tonight. It's the truth. Came close once. <laughs> See, there was this this bar. Feel free to well, talk over it, but... Go to. it was you know that thing about seeing red? It had our favorite jukebox. Favorite jukebox because... So fucking well, true. Well, had our favorite song. You are so beautiful by the one and only Joe Oh, If some motherfucker was... Probably if I found a jukebox, right, Phil? Phil, all right. Sure if I found a jukebox that had three days on that motherfucker, and guy. for any reason, I'm in that bar with... Had, uh, without... My fucking wife. And I put on three days. That's not even our song. That's my song. It's just my song. My favorite song. You don't fuck with... I put the... that song on, and some motherfucker is in the corner, and he's yelling and who... I said, can just, just... It's only a few minutes. Can I just listen to this once? And he gives me fucking lip. Beautiful wife, Lucille. Would you be doing what Negan did? Goes over to where he is. And politely it wouldn't asked come him close, if he could keep it down so she could hear her song. Well, this would be. I haven't killed the second man until tonight. I gotta get up. And I go over and I tell him that he owes Not me true. 50 cents. He owes him 50 cents. Song. So I can. I definitely take my 50 cents. Shut the hell up. Yeah, I love how he leaves the dollar there. And enjoy her song. Now, here's the important part, and I really want you to pay attention to this. You know when people get so angry they say they see red? That shit is actually true. When this asshole comes at me... So this, this is your... You like him better in this tone rather than sensitive Negan. I like him better... See, there's, there's this tone uh, is not... They really hammered that shit. This part of Negan that we're kind of seeing the start this of. This is right the first. This is the first time we've seen it in a while. Right, is the first time we've seen it in a while, but they really fucking hammered that shit over what two, three seasons. It was just like the bulk of the season of every episode, therefore every season, were speeches like this from this guy, right? And it wore on me, and it was enough was enough. In this context. I'm not having a hard time with the way this scene plays out. No. Um, I don't find a need to explain any of this shit to this dude. Like, no, I don't need to scare you. The fact that I'm standing here in front of you and all your people outside are fucking dead should be fucking scary enough. The fact that I, you like, just walk right up and take his fucking head off. There is no need there, for any of this you know you know what the need is the need is because we need to hear it no this is 
this is this is the start of that clown that cult of personality that he talks about earlier right that he tries that he's that he's finally getting rid of right but this doesn't need to be the start of i mean it kind of does because they're wrapping it up this is the this is how negan starts but like it would have been just as good he walks in like he he hit that first dude in the head he saw the blood on the bat like yep you hear the you hear more gunshots or whatever and then he just walks in walks straight to the dude and done and done there's no need for any of this this Ooh. is this is this is once again writers being all we got to be writers and we got to write it's something little... to to just to just to hear our pens hit the fucking paper or the click of the fucking keys because it serves no purpose for as far as like menacing as far as like whether or not i'm scared of you i'm more scared of somebody who commits action than someone who wants to talk first that makes me want to talk back i'm just going to give him fucking lip aren't you phil aren't you going to say oh blah, 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 blah. Oh, blah, no joe blah, blah. no joe i was so mad i beat somebody up I... i'm a big tough guy now i'm going <laughs> to hit you with a bat <laughs> my wife is dead oh no the big bad bikers just dropped me Right? Isn't that exactly what you do in that moment? You don't you don't go, oh no, I'm scared. You tell the motherfucker, go fuck yourself. I'm a big bad biker. I don't want to listen to you. Eat dick, you fuckhead. Like, come on. No, Negan, you wanna be menacing? You wanna be a fucking tough guy? Go be a fucking tough guy. Kick in the fucking door like you did back at your burning fucking corpse of a wife's house. They're poking the top half because why don't we make another Dutch door for some fucking reason? And then just walk straight across the room and beat the guy. Don't stop hitting. Don't just hit him once. Hit him until it's mush on the fucking floor. Make the, the doctor still in the room. I want him to puke. Like, you see Negan walk in and just absolutely fucking destroy this guy's upper fucking torso, mush on the fucking floor. Like, even have, you've already done six months earlier, eight months, 12 years earlier. Put on the bottom eight minutes fucking later and then show legs. That's it. Just fucking legs. Meat all over the fucking room. Have the doctor's eyes big as fucking fuck bulging out of his head and then violently heave all over the fucking corpse that Negan has left. There you go. That's your start of fucking Psycho Negan. That's your start of your cult of fucking personality. This shit that they did, another goddamn fucking menacing speech. Oh, about seeing red? Yeah, that shit's actually true. That's a fucking cocktail story. Uh, that's a bar story. That's not a. I'm Do you about mean the movie cocktail with story? Uh, there is no "I'm about to beat you to death" story. Any kind of words coming out of someone's mouth that's "I'm about to beat you to death" get nothing but mockery and ridicule. I'm gonna like. Have you ever tried to to like uh, berate somebody? during a video game no all you get back is more berate from them and i'll fucking kill you and burn your house down because they're eight thousand miles away and nobody gives a fuck i'm just gonna fucking talk back to you you what you think i'm gonna you think i think i'm gonna live if i don't talk back right now go fuck yourself man nice italian leather coat who the fuck are you trying to be you piece of shit go fuck yourself go fuck your dead wife's burnt corpse what else can i say to piss you off to get you to fucking beat me to death and shut the fuck up fuck Okay, so we get a couple of things in the chat. First off, 
<laughs> um, oh, sorry, Big Kev. No, that's that's okay. I went we, all in. I'm so, I'm so sorry. We uh we well he's always Phil's always sensitive. Negan celebrity bikini. I am so sorry if any of your comments are disappearing. If you see them on the screen for some reason they just show the top chat on the screen. Sometimes they they're actually still in the actual chat, and sometimes YouTube is destroying Pop-up people's chat comments on the side. Yeah, sometimes YouTube is just deleting people's comments. And then we have two super chats from Big Fucking Kev. Big Kev says, hey, guys, it's 60 degrees here in si- fucking asshole in San Diego. That's why the writing is so bad. I'm not going to lie, but Negan got me wet a few times this episode with his voice. Did you hear Robert Kirkman say the other day he might do a Negan or Carl spinoff in the comics? So uh, very cool there. And uh, Joe took a shot for you. And... <laughs> Big Kev put another super chat donation that said, "Joe, shut the fuck <laughs> so up." Why Negan didn't set up shop in Boston? So uh, let me uh, let Tough me. living in the north. <laughs> let me let me take a drink for Big Kev for the super chat. Thank you, Big Kev, uh, for that super chat donation. We really do appreciate it. The support it means a lot. Yeah, we got to take a couple shots for Big Kev here. As I, I'm doing it fucking saloon style, straight out, sipping, sipping my. Uh, my Johnny Walker double black out of a shot glass. Loving it. And this is why Negan didn't set up shop in Boston was because of Joe. <laughs> Big Kev says he loves you. We love you too, Big the Kev. The town is filled with me's though. Like I'm, Toast I'm a big Kev. Thank I'm you, a buddy. happy hippie. I'm a happy trippy hippie. Like, Oof. yep. Nope. <laughs> sure. So, uh, so then we uh, we get the uh, we get the Negan monologue as he ends that all up, and then he continues the story uh, at the end here, and then we get back to real time finally as he says goodbye to his wife and his bat. Where we, I thought that maybe you would like this this fi- I liked it this I liked final it. Negan monologue here where he calls it a stupid bat and shit. I was a coward. I couldn't face the pain of losing you, so I ran away. Yep. And then I made myself. Oh, someone says no pan flute. Uh, I guess I guess I could do a quick uh, let's let's uh, let's quick one of those for Big Kev too for the super chat donation. Let's say let's see if this one works. There you go. Thank you so much, Big Kev, for the super chat donations. We really do appreciate it. And sorry for the uh, silly ocarina inning. And uh, we got okay. We got a bunch of voicemails. We got Cadigat, David, Tim, and uh, oh, wow. And uh, we got four voicemails. If anyone else wants to leave a voicemail right now, seven eight one nine nine zero eight five zero nine. And also, I will be back next Sunday doing a podcast about something. Not sure exactly what yet. Maybe some Star Trek thing next Sunday. And then the following Sunday. Uh- at- and then the- I know, I know, I know what you should do next Sunday. Okay, we'll talk about that off the air. Oh and no, no. The fall, uh, the following. Okay, the following Sunday. We can't talk about it off the air. The following Sunday after that, Joe will be back with us for something. Yeah, that's the one. I got homework for you, and you can prepare all the way up until then. Okay, so Negan and had. We'll a- tell everybody what that is. Negan had a bat. No, 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 we can tell everybody right now. Let's tell everybody right now. <laughs> what is it? There is a new show by Robert Kirkman 
on Amazon Prime. Okay. It is called Invincible. New episodes pop up on Fridays. Four have already dropped. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying it's a, it's an animated series. It's cartoon. Um, it has, you're going to, you're going to see characters in this that you're going to be like, Oh, that's, that's the Superman knockoff. That's the flash knockoff. That's the wonder woman knockoff. You're this is a justice league knockoff and it's going to feel very much like you're watching the justice league. Watch this shit. Don't stop. Don't stop the first episode. Watch the entire first episode and then tell me you ain't all fucking in. Tell me you ain't ready to go and watch the rest so, of the shit. And I will end up giving you homework too. And it's and, only twenty five minutes, Phil. And then and then the following Sunday we will both talk about we'll talk about two different shows. What we'll, we're going to turn Sundays until then into a like a Siskel and the Ebert at the movies kind of thing where we talk about a couple different things and giving our quick quicker opinions in small blocks and then we can edit them out for shorter videos and also i do want to talk to you a little bit at some point during that about game about game of thrones stuff as well yes oh absolutely category episode by episode we'll be doing we'll be doing every episode of that uh we'll be doing every episode of the game of thrones spinoffs we'll be doing the lord of the rings amazon series when that shows up we'll be doing um yeah a bunch Anything else that pops up, too, that we want to do, but definitely be doing The Last of Us. I also had a recommendation from this very chat of a show that I should watch, and they had mentioned it a couple of times, and I had said that I tried, and I kind of written it off. I am now knee-deep into season fucking four of of one of the best sci-fi shows I've ever fucking seen. The Expanse? expense i've everyone tells me to watch the expense i haven't given it a shot yet oh i know exactly everyone why especially everybody in this chat's like joe you need to watch is it babylon five ish is it babylon five it's okay so it's got v5 elements okay okay uh it's got quickly because we quickly because we still have to quickly because we still have to finish uh, the uh walking dead here it yeah it's there's so much about it it's very should i catch up so we can talk about it Okay, we'll do it. Uh, fine, that's sorry, all I need. Sorry, I need. Very sorry. <laughs> I need. No, no, that's okay. That's okay. A lot of people have tried me to try to get me to watch that. Okay, so uh, so we go back to real time. He says goodbye to his. Feel anything because I didn't want to feel the shame. The problem. And is, I thought this was probably one of the better monologues of the, the one episode. Thing that I still felt. And he says goodbye to it, and he <sighs> burns the bat. Sorry, I named you after a stupid bat. And we get a very raw personal performance by Jeffrey D. Morgan here. And I didn't, and there was nothing I in this episode. I am sorry that I named a stupid baseball bat. <laughs> Why? Why did he name it after her? He's sorry, though. What did she have to do with that fucking bat? She never even saw that fucking bat. Like, uh, why didn't you name the bat Cancer Meds? Like, he- I don't understand. Like, name it after the, the, the Cancer Med chick that gave you the bat to go beat in the brain's. Like I, I don't understand Whoa. why he named it Lucille. Is that is that legitimate? Is uh, J- Jeffrey D. Morgan joining season three of The Boys? Yes, that's legit. Oh my god! Yes, yes that's legit. He's gonna be awesome on that show. He's gonna be very awesome. I can't I can't wait to see him in The Boys 
acting with uh basher and homelander oh, and stuff uh, yeah. uh, the boys uh, the boys is great yeah it's one of the, the best shows it's one of the best shows on television yeah it's it's that we next next season of the boys where because they we release it week to week joe and i will do reviews of it week to week i just well, i i was not set up on it i had just moved at the time when it, when they were doing it before but when when we'll it, do co- it week to week and we'll do it uh like whatever friday we'll it's like fr- refreshing in like midnight one o'clock in the morning thursday thursdays into fridays yeah yeah like i'll I'll figure out the work situation i can get my i'll figure out mine yeah we'll figure it out Uh, okay so make sure i'll try to make sure i can get that night yeah me too i'll 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 figure it out with work as well Uh, so we go back to real time he gives this performance says goodbye and he burns the bat says truly says goodbye to his wife uh and then negan walks back into town says to carol listen i know this was all you're doing get my shit back to town get me a truck I'm bringing my shit back. Position a wagon to get my shit back. Yeah, now, motherfuckers. Can, oh, let's see what I can do. You I'll do it. Dog. And he comes back, and then he smirks the fuck to Maggie, and he walks on. Uh, what the fuck, Joe? I, we talked about it at the beginning. You think the smirk is him just accepting the fact that Maggie's going to try to kill him and is like, bring it on. Is the Night King like, come on, bring it kind of vibe? Um, I think there's an aspect of that. I think... I don't think he necessarily thinks that she's gonna Maggie's gonna try to kill her, kill him. I think he probably thinks this is just gonna be uh, a lot of bullshit. I know I'm getting under her skin, but you know, I I don't know the real reason for that smirk. No, I I don't know if it's an improv that they decide to keep. Oh wait, Joe, there was a little bit more of that monologue that we didn't quite hear. Let's listen to a little bit more of it. So my wife and I, we were at this bar, and we love going to this bar because they always played the show Blue Bloods. You ever see that show? It was good as shit. Tom Selleck is fucking amazing. But this guy couldn't stop talking during Blue Bloods, and I calmly come over and I say, hey, Blue Bloods is my wife's favorite show. She loves that Donnie Wahlberg. Can't get enough of him. If you would be so kind as to shut your trap so that we could enjoy some Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> you don't fuck with someone's Donnie Wahlberg. <laughs> David can't continue. Uh, Big Kev with another super chat donation. Okay, guys, back to my poker tournament. I was on a break. Time to listen to some fish live shows and some Grateful Dead. 18... In 18th place of 81 players left, 11 top 11 pay. Uh, Big Kev, hopefully you run really good in this uh, in this cycle of the tournament. Uh, this is obviously the most important cycle. You've, you're you're in position to win this thing. Kick some ass, Big Kev, for all of us. So because uh, we are we're living vicariously through your poker playing right now. So oh yeah. So uh, so yeah. So there's a little bit more information about what Negan was thinking right there. I knew he was gonna play. <laughs> I knew Phil was gonna play something the moment they said a little bit more. Bye, Kev. See you again. And Big Kev, we'll take one more shot for you before the end. Well, Lara was still around naming it, so it would be kind of weird. Someone also asked, didn't Negan have a bat during the whisper thing? It was a bat that one of the whispers gave him. It wasn't actually uh, wasn't actually Lucille. Who I mean, exactly. Some, yeah, he made like a comment about it not being Lucille. Yeah, don't mess with Wahlburgers; they're delicious. I, I love those fucking Wahlburgers. So yeah, that's the uh, 
that's the end of our episode, Joe, with uh, with with Negan smiling at Maggie and the end of our season. Uh, what? So going into before we get to our final voicemails here, what are you hoping with the final 24 episodes of The Walking Dead? To, and to, to get back to that question that you've been uh, ruminating, as uh, Norm MacDonald will say, you're, you're, have you been ruminating on that question, Joe? Um, I've actually been ruminating with that question for a couple months now. Yeah, what do you right? want from the final season of The Walking Dead? And there's a lot I want from it. Uh, to say the least, I want good storytelling. I want. What do you realistic? Moments. Wait, 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 wait! Before you finish, what do you realistically want from the final season? <laughs> you, you need to set. Your... Sorry, continue. Sorry, continue. Uh, I'd like to see absolutely everyone die, with the exception of, of course, Carol and Daryl, because they're going to go do a spinoff. <laughs> yeah. Like, why not? What, like I want to see them all die. I want to see them all die in horrific fashion. Maybe some in heroic fashion. Uh, yeah. Um, maybe maybe the spinoff isn't Carol and Daryl. Uh, oh, this is what I want. This is where I want it to go. Tell me what you want. I want it to go. Tell me what you want. Carol, what you really really. Carol want. and the deaf chick. The deaf chick is found, right? She's definitely. She already got found by this by the stranger. By the stranger, right? But no, back at back at camp. We haven't seen her back at camp yet, right? So she's back at camp and she's pissed at Carol and Carol's like, I'm sorry, but she's like, still go fuck yourself. And she and Carol start butting heads and Carol kills her and goes on the run. And then everybody else dies and Daryl takes off after Carol. And then it's Daryl versus Carol? Daryl versus Carol, baby. One on one, J- walking David. I uh, hunt across the fucking uh, country on fucking motorcycle back and foot or whatever, and uh, it's basically it would basically be Daryl running from Carol. No, no, or the Darryl other way around. Running from Daryl. Oh yeah, it'd be the other way around. I'm sorry, the other way. That's what I meant. Uh, walking David, I like this idea. The the bird lady go to bed very very soon. Bird lady, I I appreciate that. Uh, celebrity bikini's got a crash early day. Thanks for the video. Thank you, celebrity bikini, for popping on in. Sorry for YouTube being an asshole and deleting any of your comments, but it's great to see the bird lady in there. I stopped watching this after the How I Met the Dog episode. You're not you're not messing. <laughs> you mean the dog origin story, bird lady? You needed that. You needed the fucking. Uh, we needed dog. We needed that dog fucking origin story. I don't blame you i don't blame anyone for stop watching and i appreciate the people that stick with us and i appreciate the people that like the show that listen to us and hate watch us or like, hate watch us those are the best i love the hate watchers <laughs> i love that you guys are beautiful you guys are the most beautiful of all so we got a few voicemails to play here let's listen to Cadigat's voicemail first and uh let's see where well, let me put the volume up cat let's listen to what Cadigat has to tell us hey phil hey joe hey joe um, Gadigat here. Joe, I think you, you're going to have to call AMC and let them know your thoughts and your opinions, and you should get hired by them. I think you probably do a better job. All right, guys, take care. Bye-bye. Okay, do, 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 you think, do you think before this final season of The Walking Dead, we need to call AMC one more time and leave them a voicemail about the situation? I forget the voice. I, I wish we still had the voicemail number. I, w- I would I would uh, would definitely leave leave AMC another voice message. I love you, Bird Lady, as well. 
So Kattegith is requesting us. I will say that after the first half of the final season, because it's going to be split into a lot of breaks, we'll work on getting the number again for the for the for the next half of the season. If the, and if they don't start off this final season right and really kick our asses off up the gates, Joe will call. He's going to call AMC again. It will happen. We just don't want to. Me- we we don't want them to do something crazy like cancel Better Call Saul. A little a little, a little whiskey in me. A little, a uh, couple sandwiches. So, 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 so should, should some, we? In some bad enough episodes. AMC. Uh, see, here's the thing. That I, I, I'm damn positive, Phil. I know these writers. They watch our show. I know some of them are on here, watching our show. They're lurking in the background because I have definitely said that shit about seeing red when you're mad enough. I've definitely said that on air, and they put that right in the fucking show. Now. You've heard that before, I'm sure. Maybe in other shows. Maybe somebody else has told it to you. But I definitely fucking said it on this show. I definitely did. And, man, that's just another thing they put in there. Just like just like when we talked about fucking Carol. When we talked about Carol. Uh, uh, and then they were like, okay, well, we got we to gotta have her have a little scene where she gets cleaned up after the hour. <laughs> and two episodes later, there it was. There it was. You know it. You know they watch our show. We know they watch our show. Probably because we left that fucking voicemail. It is. They, they, they've been hunting us. Wait, I'm calling. This is AMC. They won't They won't pick up our call. That's because we're talking about They turned that shit they off. They did. They, they, they're blocking us. They turned that shit off. We're talking about it right now. They're like, quick. Phil's looking up the number. Look at He's barely paying attention. We're talking about finding the number. Phone's ringing. Quick. No. They're afraid, Joe. They're not answering. They're afraid. And I, and I looked it up. I, I, uh, that, that was the number. Uh, you guys can try. They're, they're afraid to answer the phone. I just tried. I legit just tried to call AMC. And uh, let's, let's, let me make sure that's the number. So, yeah. So, so, so let, me, let me see. Uh, no, that's press inquiries. No, no, no. I, uh, I, Carol. Oh. Oh, holy shit, we Miss Kang. Holy shit, we got another oh. super chat donation from uh, the Bird Lady to my favorite hippies. Thank you so much, Bird Lady. Let me take one more shot for you. Toast it up. Thank you so much, Bird Lady. Very much appreciated. Mm. Thank you. That's going to help me sleep better for work tomorrow. Yeah, answer the phone, Gimple. Why are you afraid? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's not Gimple. Gimple's not. Gimple handed the phone over to Kang. Kang got so sick and tired of fucking picking up that phone of people trying to catch up and watching old gimbal shit and yelling at her. She was like, you know what? I'm going to turn that shit off. Yeah, we got well, we got well, let's try one more time. Let's try one more time and see if see if they do before before we uh before we play a few more voicemails. Cause- hey, hey, we can call let's call the other fucker there, the ass licker. The after show. And we'll give him a piece of our fucking mind and tell him he can fucking get some tips on things to talk about by watching our show. Oh, come on. They were having yeah. a, they were having a wet dream. Wait, wait, oh. I, I feel like it's about to answer. No, no, no I'm sorry. Everybody. I feel like it's about to answer. That's that's 
That's just awesome. <laughs> I wish I had that fucking super. Yeah, I I feel I, I feel. know when the phone is going. No, to no, the, the, they're blocking us right now. We're 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 blocked. We've been blo- we've been uh, we've been blocked by. But uh, but thank you so much, Bird Lady. That super chat means more than you know. Thank you. Last week, Cake screwed you with Wi-Fi. Now she won't answer your call. I know she, they that is disconnected last time. Okay, let's play another voicemail from our buddy. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's leaving this voice mail but let's see who it is you're better than the best i'm lucky just to linger in your right cooler than the flip side of my pillow that's right so, <laughs> and then of course, last but not least, and we still have the voicemail line open for a little bit if you want to call on in right now or just throw us in any direction in the comment section. We're starting to wrap things up here. We're about uh, 12.44 a.m. on the East Coast. We'll be stopping this at about 1 a.m., give or take. So, uh, so if you have any last questions about this episode of The Walking Dead or any other topic you want to ask us about, now's the time when things are open. Joe and I might talk have you did you see king kong and godzilla no expanse okay. i've been watching the expanse you've been you've been expanse land okay and the invincible and invincible uh so uh you haven't been watching the, the the mighty ducks reboot series no dude the expanse okay okay the expanse is all i like i the expanse is really fucking good dude it's no really that's what good. dude I, that's what i've heard i've i've the I've things heard. the things that they did yeah all know, right how so great. uh Shut the fuck up, pal. Joe, didn't you fucking see Watchmen? Me, you're trying to become a fuck nerd. You know, making fucking awesome. You made that movie. And if you really pay attention, it was kind of responsible. So did you see the Watchmen? Did you like the Watchmen series? I did. Yeah, it was awesome. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, I can't wait for more. They're not. It got fucking. There's, there's no more. There is no more. There's no more coming. As of right now, there's no more announced coming, and that's one Too of those much racial tension shit. The summer after that shit aired, or whatever. Like great series though. Very well. Really? Very well put together. And thing was great in that. Yeah, and I, I would I would have loved to see more too. That was one of those series that we definitely would have talked about if. If I wasn't in transition of they moving, really, I would have really done. Can't. What was it? There's only the one season. I believe it's only going to be the one season of The Watchmen. Unfortunately, it, or they haven't they haven't announced a uh, another. If anyone has any other number for AMC, we will definitely call it in. And I'm sorry to disappoint you there, Joe. But as far as I've heard, they only, they're only doing one season of The Watchmen. Unfortunately, that that that's that's what I have heard. But. Uh, a little bit more of Tim's message it's here. Sad, it's sad that the series that they do end up like uh, Umbrella Academy is really good. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Watchmen is so Watchmen much is Watchmen, Watchmen is amazing, amazing. But uh, with the, uh, Netflix pisses me off the most with that with like series like Mind Hunters or Santa Clarita Diet and like or Glow and some of the ones that they choose to keep and they cl- cancel like those Sense ones. Eight. Yeah, or whatever. But. Awesome. And see here, the OC kind of thing. Oh, I love the OC. It's great. So, uh, and uh, and oh yeah, one, one more, one more uh, little bit from Tim here. 
Fuck you, Joe. Fuck you. Fuck you, Joe. Tim says, fuck you, Jeffrey D. Morgan's awesome. Go fuck yourself. Oh, and they canceled American Gods. Did you keep up with American Gods? I watched season one. I haven't finished it yet, though. So there's only two seasons of that. Yeah, but but what's weird about that series, Joe, is I watched part of season one as well, and I enjoyed every episode I watched, but I didn't keep watching for some reason. See, I watched all of season one, and then when... I knew season two came out. I never went back, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was, I wh- loved it. I loved it. I couldn't wait for more. But yeah. I just, it had been so long. Like, and that's the problem with streaming. I can burn the whole fucking thing in one day. And then I got to wait a whole year. Chances I come back or I remember the show as fondly past the six month mark are not as good. So I, if that happens to me, when I like a show, I can only imagine how it is for people who are casual television watchers who like a show, who really like a show. Yeah, no, sometimes sometimes it's difficult. Like shows disappear for many years, and you just you fall. Better call Saul. I mean, in fairness, that it had come out every year. This is an unusual situation Correct. with a break in production. Otherwise, it would have been on schedule to come out in the same schedule that it was. I think, honestly, this all started, the first show to do this, I'm blaming it on Game of Thrones. Thrones. No, Game of Thrones was like the first one to say, or... or uh, Sopranos did Sopranos it. Sopranos did it too, didn't they? Yeah, Sopranos did they it They had too. a big delay between, uh, like, the last season, like a year and a half instead of just a yeah, year. Yeah, because there was, was that, all those contract negotiations with the actors, and there was, like, all this talk that they weren't going to conclude it, and the end of season five or season six, a was going to be all there was. Um, Atari dad says, I liked part of the watch. Oh, delete the comments. Uh, I missed it. Probably rewriting it. Uh, fandom says I saw season one and season two, uh, and I didn't go back. Uh, umbrella Academy. Is that the one with Elliot page? Yes. I, yes. Uh, I liked parts of the Watchmen series though. Parts of it were ridiculous. Only two lynchings ever occurred in the history of the state of New York. NYPD wasn't going around randomly lynching. Uh, the Walking David just assumes I was singing Car- Cartman songs. The Walking David last week lost it on a Tim message. Tim left a message, and The Walking David uncontrollably started laughing his ass off, uh, calling Angela, I'm too sensitive, Kane. Thank you guys in the chat so much tonight. You guys have been amazing, heading us in a lot of unbelievable directions. Bird Lady, I still see your super chat donation sitting up there it looks so fucking beautiful and uh and uh philip philip phillips voicemail uh but we had a lot of really amazing voicemail calls tonight anything more about this episode i know i interrupted you a few times joe before we start to wrap this up anything more about this episode that you didn't Uh, get to say were they in new york i thought they were in like kansas city or like uh I don't know. um, It's been a while since I I thought they were in the Midwest. I thought they were in like a big city in the Midwest. Now Merle asked, I could be like wicked wrong, but I I didn't think they were uh, in New York city for the Watchmen. Um, Merle asks you, Joe, do you remember that old super friends cartoon? Yes, of course. Like it, it almost feels like that invincible almost feels like that combined with more of like a, a, 
He-Man or She-Ra kind of animation that's a little bit that's much better, but it has like a a Justice League Super Friends writing almost with a, a, dude John Hamm is in it. You like John Hamm, Phil? I love I love me some Don Draper. You you got some Don Draper in there. You got uh, a large chunk of uh, Walking Dead alum are in this Joe speaking of the walking dead what is your final rating for this episode the season finale of the walking dead tonight out of 10 what will be your will be your rating out of 10 how many Negan bats up the ass would you give this episode it's a half it's halfway up the bat is halfway in it's a five right dead smack five for the walking dead listen into, listen into your here's the thing here's the thing the walking dead right the bar used to be here now the bar is somewhere down here right so like when rating the walking dead are you there's, grading there's, on a curve here that there has to be a curve right because there's there's a chunk of seasons that have great episodes great episodes great television like this is not great television if we're doing like as far as even like as as a broad TV goes, this is sub five. If this is if this is uh, are we doing current Walking right. Dead standards? Okay. This is a five. If we're doing all Walking Dead standards again, I think we're we're sub. Five. I I say when you rank a show for me, anyways, I rank it based on the series itself and what the episode is trying to achieve. Like the series, like you have to rank it against Five. other Walking because Dead series. I, I, I can only rank it against current Walking Dead. Walking Dead is a decade long, right? It's, <clears throat> it's definitely, you can't set, you can't rate Phil 20 year old against Phil 10 year old. Now, would you, right? where would you, where would you have, uh, oh, sorry, I thought I had fucking mouse. Even though 10 year old Phil might have been the penultimate Phil. Which you know, one uh, that, year old that, Walking Dead was that, two year old. Where would you rank the uh, the Terminator episode? What would your score for that episode be, just for comparison's sake? You said this one was a five. I think that I think even at the time I said seven and a half, eight, seven or eight or so. Okay, so I really, I, I I didn't I didn't review that episode with you guys. That was a. Uh, that, I, I, I did was, I did that one on my, my myself, yeah. and we talked about the next week. Atari says. Uh, Oh, for, uh, they were talking a little bit. You were right, Joe. The uh, Watchmen series is based, uh, mildly based on how it really was, especially where I'm from in the South. And Atari Dad says they were in Tulsa in the present in the 40s. Tulsa. And they became, and then when they became Hooded Justice, he, they were in New York at the end. Okay. And uh, that's a pretty good score from Joseph and Tivia. Um, so you're telling me, Joe, that this extra bonus episodes weren't really needed, asks Kattegat. I, I believe they weren't. Like I said, it, the six extra episodes would have been better served, uh, in my opinion, as I said earlier. Give us six backstories that are all pre-pandemic if you're going to do something like this. You don't necessarily have to make them like populated with people like you could still, like they did. They had a, a scene or two uh, that was supposed to be pre-outbreak and she's driving around and on the phone and at the doctor's office or whatever uh i think they could have if they had done that it would have better served the series 
than the six stories they ended up telling. Now, the six stories they ended up telling aren't necessarily, uh, they were actually, except the Terminator one, I think could have fit into any season. They were all, yeah, they were all generally, except for the Negan in the uh, Terminator episode, right. they were all B stories. Uh, right. you, Not e- D stories. Even if you didn't like this episode, this was at least an A story. You know, like even if you didn't enjoy it, it was a story that needed to be told similar to the government. It should have been told earlier, but much earlier, but it definitely needed to happen at some point. You want people that enjoyed the Negan character would want the backstory episode. I just think the timing for it is interesting. It should have only whatever. But uh, uh, David, just to finish the comments up and then we're going to end things here. The Walking David, I agree there has to be a curve. Otherwise, the show would be considered terrible. Imagine Thank if it, you. Yep, yep, yep. Imagine if this was the first season of the show and didn't have 10 years of goodwill behind it. Yes, it, it, it canceled. It wouldn't even make it through the first season. This would have already been taken off the air. Now, I think it's Atari Dad that's been saying this all, all through this half a season, and I want, I'm want i curious if you have, Joe, because I have not, about how Fear is just a better show right now. Has Joe seen the recent seasons of Fear? No, it's actually everybody's good. been saying that since Fear started, and so I watched season one, and everybody was absolutely dead fucking wrong. Yes, I said it. Your opinions about no, your one feelings sucks. were wrong. Okay. <laughs> now, on top of that, I, they were like, no, no, no. Okay. Well, we agree. You were right about everything, Joe. All those things you said are true. But season two is even better. Watch season two. Give it, Just give season two a shot. It gets back. Motherfuckers made me watch season Shut two. God damn it. Out. If that just does not get any better, it gets worse. Characters are doing the same stupid shit that we Shut saw all our characters out. do from The Walking Dead or are going to do. Like, Good night, no, fandom. Good no, night, David. This is not a better Shut show. Out, uh, I will not go back and I will not continue watching that show. Okay, I that... do not expect it to be, have gotten any better at any point in time. The fact that anybody from that family is still drawing breath is absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the fact that 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 uh, the guy from Negan's clan is still out there alive is kind of ridiculous as well. He was pretty much a putz and doing a lot of horrible shit. And uh, I like was is that Stephen Ogg's? Ca- no, not Stephen Ogg's. Ca- I don't know the fu- no. Um... Oh whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, Atari Dead says no. I dis. I agree. Season one to four sucks. I'm with you on that. It's the recent seasons that people are saying. How did you about. get through? Dude, season one sucked. August season. Season two sucked. August season. Season three sucked. Oh, like, come on. Okay. You... Uh, season one, two, three, and four were really good at The Walking Dead. Five. Well, and Bird and good. Bird and I trust Six. I trust Sorry. the Bird Lady as well. She says I didn't like it at first, but it's so good now. Phil the issue got actually most of that family is dead now, so I think the writers agreed with you. Uh no, like I think is is Nick dead? Did Nick die? Nick died. Yeah, the mom should be dead. The daughter should be dead. They should all be dead. Uh, Cadigan says I think Alicia, the daughter, is the only one that's still alive. So everyone, thank you so much for joining us tonight. This was a really fun season finale to talk about. I love when Joe and I disagree. We got some good proper Joe rants tonight. Yeah, dude. He talked about biting at the fucking canker, Atari. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> hey, we sat through a couple of really horrible seasons of uh, Sons of Anarchy to get to the conclusion of... Uh... Oh, well, that last season. Oh, my God. 
took 15 minutes, 10 minutes in the beginning. And, 10 minutes and then a montage, the yeah. Peggy Bundy fucking singing during <laughs> the montage. And then like 15 minutes of episode in the middle Oh, there. my God. We're going to, we're going to, you know what? We're only got one season left. I'm not sure if the Mayans is going to take. So we're not only going to get you some acting credits, and we're going to get you some singing credits. We're going to get you singing royalties. We're going to get you acting royalties. We're going to get my writing royalties. We're going to get my directing royalties. We're going to get my fucking acting royalties. Are you fucking kidding me? It was like, ah, my brain. That was awful. That was, why did you do that to us, Kurt? Like, I understand his... why you did it for your family, but God. Oh, Damn. come on. Uh, she, some of those versions of those songs she sang were... Okay, anyway. She's got a good voice. She's got a good I, voice. Don't get me wrong. She she could put together a tune with whatever band she's putting that shit together with. I love her on the Connors. I love her on the Bundys. I love her in everything I've ever seen that woman do. And oh my God, is she fucking gorgeous. But... Damn, did that ruin that? Series. It was a lot of it was a lot of songs. It was a lot of songs. But everyone, if you not to mention she should have been dead like four seasons before it ended. If if you haven't already and you enjoyed this discussion or you hated this discussion, either way, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you jump on over to the YouTube channel, subscribe over there to be able to watch our episodes live and jump in the chat and join us for these fun live discussions. Com- uh, you guys in the live chat make this so amazing. I will be back sometime in the during the week, but uh, on Wednesday night I will be with uh, Tony in Bridge Four over on Tony's channel talking some Game of Thrones, and also on my Twitch channel, Fill the Issues Guy. I'll be simulcasting on that. So if you are not subscribed or following me on Twitch, make sure you follow over there. Um, I'm all over it. And we will be talking some. We will be talking some John Snow stuff, and then Joe and I will be back together two weeks from tonight. And then Matt and I will be. And on. we'll be talking about Invincible. And we'll be talking about the Mighty Ducks as well with Joe. Well, I'm going to make Joe watch the Mighty Ducks. If, if I got to watch the Mighty Ducks, <laughs> you have to watch the entire Invincible, not just the first episode. We'll, we'll talk about this a little bit we'll more. We're a minute for minute here, dude. We'll talk this talk about this a little bit more off the air. Uh, so, uh, but so yes, Matt and I will be back on the third and Babylon Five. <laughs> Matt and I will be back. <laughs> now, now you're pushing it. Matt and I will be back on the thirteenth. On Tuesdays, starting to talk about. Uh, I haven't talked to him in too long. We all got to get together. And go yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be doing something very soon. Holy share, shit! Sharing the COVID with each Bliss, other. Bliss, a sensitive man. It's thank you so much for that super chat donation. That's one more shot for you. But yeah, Wednesday night on uh, Tony's channel, he also simulcasts that on Facebook, and I'll be simulcasting on the Twitch channel, and we'll be talking about Jon Snow's fate in the book. So if you're into that kind of discussion, check that out. Joe and I will be back in two weeks talking about a bunch of different subjects, uh, and I will be back next Sunday night at 1030, possibly with a guest, possibly alone, talking about some randomness of some sort. Toast to Bliss, the sensitive man. Thank you for your super chats tonight. All of you guys have been amazing making this even more worth it and uh being in the live chat and talking about these six episodes it's good to be back talking to joe every other week and getting joe back in rhythm and uh and until i move dude you don't understand that okay those rants are not forced it's very tough like when i'm asked to do a rant ah it's because it's it's because the spot 
I can't do it. It's right? because tonight everyone, a lot of people legitimately love this episode and you have a differentiating opinion. So it created a real emotion. It's, I love I it. It feels good to let that out. Like I'm going to I'm going to sleep like a baby tonight. <laughs> you don't even understand. It's like, like that comes from within. Like that's not made up. That's not like that's. It's how the emperor says, uh, "Let your let your anger bleed through, young young Padme." Oh, dude, yeah, you'll feel you. you hey, I, I, your anger. I may have been angry about other shit, and that stuff somehow attaches to my little. And there you go. And there you and the, and, and the, it, it feels good to get it out. And I, I thank you all for enjoying. Oh, oh wait. The, Oh yeah, wait, we out. have uh, we have one more text. If Joe watches season two and three of Young Justice, he would see it's more of an adult themed series than the other seasons. So I will definitely go back to it. I didn't stop necessarily because of any reason, but uh, for the time uh, I was watching it, um, not well. Well, I wasn't at home and I wasn't out and about. I was watching it in a very specific place and. Uh, I decided yet. that it was kind of a bad example. They were hiring a lot of new people that had zero experience. Yeah, so, so it was no longer feasible for me to show them what, how not to do the job. I needed to show them how to do the job before I can show them how not to the do walking. The job. David says you <laughs> you deserve a good rest, Joe. Not that I'm talking about work. He says, sleep well, buddy. Don't let definitely the... not talking about work. <laughs> he said, don't let the jukebox bite. And everyone, if you haven't already and you've watched this and you enjoy this silliness, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share this channel with a friend. Uh, keep going. We're going to keep these Sunday night discussions going for as long as I possibly can. Uh, I am going to be like, moving probably sometime in the summer or the fall, but uh, it's not going to be a move like last time. There isn't going to be like a a six month kind of break it's just going to be kind of like a, a normal person move but i am going to be going strong until then every sunday evening that we possibly can do joe's going to be with us every other sunday pending some weird work things where he's not available or just wants a night off to uh to go out with uh uh the crow girl or something like that but basically joe will be joining us every other sunday and here and there when he can we're going to get back to things that we were doing right before we took the break where we did like that x men uh, review of all the x-men movies and uh ranking the uh we're gonna do some of the marvel movies some of uh the series that joe wants me to check out or i want joe to check out for whether it be for pleasure or pain i don't necessarily want joe to watch the mighty ducks because i think he's gonna like it i just want to see what his reaction to the mighty ducks is <laughs> but uh but yes please hit the like button what please. is the, what is this mighty ducks we're talking about anyway it's a it's a it's a uh, sequel series to the first three movies on Disney Plus. Uh, with so I never watched the first three movies. Oh, then it's not. Then I'm not going to make you watch it. Forget it. Then, back to this. that. Is, that is the best white lie I ever told. <laughs> You're such a douchebag, everybody. <laughs> no, I, I I seriously have only ever watched the first movie. That's all you. Which need. was good. That's all you need. It's more it's more like the first movie than it is like the second or the third one or the cartoon series. But either way, talk to you guys next time. We love you. Bye. Happy Walking Dead. 24 more, Joe. 24 more. We got to uh, we got to make the advent calendar. So sad. It's such a good show. Why is it going away, Phil?
Why is it going away? Why is it going away? away? Leave our Walking Dead alone. We're never gonna have this much. If 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 they kill the Walking Dead, (laughs) uh, um, I'm never watching the Walking Dead again. Don't say don't say that, Joe. (laughs) Don't say that. That's horrible. That's horrible. It's fucking horrible. (laughs) Good night, everybody.